everyone, and welcome to the Nerd Room, where we talk all things comics and movies. I'm one of your hosts, Sanjay. And I'm Troy. It's Troy and Abed in the morning. <laughs> Troy, it's me and you. We're flying solo today. I think we're going to interview Jeff Winger, maybe um, interview Annie. I don't know, you know. It's going to be a good uh, good episode. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. Keeping it live, keeping it fresh. Yeah, Tim, unfortunately, couldn't make it today. We seem to have a rotating cast. Oh, what's that? Justice Society is the new thing from, uh, what was that? Not the uh, Super Girl, but what's that other film, TV oh, show? Oh, oh uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. That's right. Yeah, that's does, what's going does on Does that right pique now. your interest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? I don't think uh, the Justice... Is it Justice Society? I think so, yeah. I don't think they really fit well even in the comics. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to pull it off in, in the show. But you know one thing that was cool is the cartoon show. Do you oh, remember yeah. that a little while back where they had like a young Superman? Yeah. And in season two, they kind of beefed him up a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was all on board with that one. Yeah, that yeah. was sick. They need yeah. to bring that back. They really should. So how has your week been? Um, watch anything good? Watch any good movies? My boy Tim got me into Stranger Things oh, okay, on yeah. Netflix. Netflix, yeah. That show is something else. I yeah. think any, any, anybody that's a big fan of the 80s, you know, movies and uh, Goonies... Yep. A little bit of the X-Files vibe going on. Yeah. I, I love it. But this feels so 80s. It's just so authentic. I remember uh, Spielberg, I believe, or was it J.J. Abrams? Maybe, maybe it's both of them. They tried doing uh, Super 8. Yeah. Oh, I love like, that movie. Did you like that one? See, oh, yeah. I, uh, I liked it at first, but then I kind of got lost with the Transformer. But I really felt like that was trying to be such a nod back to like, E.T. Oh, absolutely. The 80s film. Yeah. But it felt like it was really trying to do that. Stranger Things just does it. It's all organic from from the title to the mm-hmm. actors to yeah. the feel, the music. It's just spot on. It's a great, great show. So nice. shout out to Tim. Go out there and check it. It's on Netflix. Yeah, Tim, thanks for the uh, recommendation. And yeah. I'll have to check it out. I'm a big 80s guy. So. Yeah, man. It's what? only eight episodes. So oh, that's perfect. To get into. I yeah. can get it. Nice. Uh, what I watched, I saw. I finally saw the ultimate cut of Batman v Superman. Nice, your thoughts. Dawn of Justice. Yeah. I love the uh, theatrical cut, but after watching the ultimate cut, I'm never going to watch the theatrical cut again. Yeah. Ultimate cut is far superior. Have you seen it? I did. I watched yeah. it um, last week. Okay, yeah, and does that it. change your tune from the theatrical version? <laughs> Funny enough, <laughs> you know what? I definitely appreciate the ultimate cut more. Yeah. It answered all my questions, at least for the most part. But the thing is, you're still going to have problems if you didn't like Lex Luthor in the first place. You're yeah. still not going to like Lex Luthor. Fair enough. And there's also some other um, issues because now some things in the movie don't really make sense because there's some time issues that go on. For instance, when Batman goes to fight Superman, I'm wondering how long was he standing at that bat signal <laughs> until Superman came because Superman saves Lois, Lois gets in trouble. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. But yeah, it's yeah. definitely better. Yeah. But it... Um, it still doesn't make me love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it yeah. seems to be the general consensus. If you love the theatrical version, you'll love this as well. If yeah. you hated it, you'll just find this one okay. Yeah. I mean, I think if they released the theatrical version, mm-hmm. then um, it would have been a lot better received by critics and audiences. And I think it probably would have made more money. So Warner Brothers, get your shit together. <laughs> We're <laughs> yeah. going to be talking about that later in the episode when we discuss their latest adventure Suicide Squad. Absolutely. I'll, I'll throw in here one last thing quickly. Uh, that uh, Ultimate Cut really did shine a light more on Clark Kent, though. I yeah. really like that. Um, Clark Kent deserved that. Uh, he's missing that in the theatrical cut. So I really like what they did for uh, Henry Cavill. In yeah, that. I yeah. agree. Same with Lois Lane. I felt like she actually had something to do instead of being rescued in this. So. Yeah, it made a lot more sense of what she was doing. And yeah. Same with Clark. How, like, now I know why Superman hates Batman. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense, right? Definitely. Off of that, because it seems like every episode we talk about it, it's yeah. the... Uh, 
It's the event of the year, Batman vs. Superman. But there was another event. It's almost like a segment. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our weekly Batman v Superman segment. Spin the wheel and discuss what we'll talk about. Tick, 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 tick. Lex Luthor, like him or hate him. Next week we'll be discussing tick, 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 tick. Doomsday, did he cut the bill? We'll find out next week. Stay tuned. <laughs> you know he's going to be coming up next week when we discuss Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. There's 100% chance. But no, there was a, uh, another big event that was last week. Unfortunately, I couldn't make the episode last week when you guys discussed your Comic-Con reactions. Yes. And um, I just thought I'd come in here and give a brief um, synopsis of some of the stuff. So I didn't watch the TV trailers, unfortunately. I don't really watch the TV shows, so I can't really speak to that. But I did watch the three um, movie trailers. So Doctor Strange. Yep. Marvel's only trailer that they released. I, I think it looks visually stunning. Yes. Some of the different scenes looks like it's kind of like Inception meets Batman Begins. Yeah, good call. Yeah. yeah. He's on that journey kind of. Yeah. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it looks fantastic. I mean, Marvel, the track record speaks for itself. This movie's going to be good. Benedict Cumberbatch is a beast of an actor. <laughs> Did you find it funny at the end of the trailer? Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. I thought the joke worked. Um, yeah. It seemed maybe a little bit out of place because that was the only joke in the whole trailer. Right, yeah. But uh, I, it worked for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Nice. Like, we're not savages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I think that's going to be a great movie. Um, I'm all for it. And the guy who directed also directed one of my favorite horror movies of the last decade, Sinister. Total faith in this movie. It's going to be a hit. Awesome. Yeah. Put put your money on it. Hit. For sure. Um, so you, you guys seem to really enjoy it as well. I think the general consensus is the movie looks fantastic. Fantastic trailer. Yeah, they're safe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, so now we move on to a little less safe. Um, DC released two trailers. So Wonder Woman. What a trailer. To me, that one Comic-Con, I mean, that was just a phenomenal trailer. Did you get a sense of a little bit of a Little Mermaid at the beginning? Yeah, you know, yeah, now that you bring that up, a little Ariel Yeah, moment and there. Prince Eric, when she's like, are you a man? Like... <laughs> yeah, that, you know what, that's the, that the only part, I think I mentioned it before, that's the only part I could have done without if they'd taken that scene out. Yeah. Other than that, that trailer was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Wasn't From the minute they released that poster to yeah. got that, that, the trailer. Oh, it. yeah. Wonder Woman, I mean, Patty Jenkins is a terrific director. Mm-hmm. Um, Gal Gadot showed she could bring it in Batman v Superman. Yeah. Uh, this... this uh, this movie just looks different, you know. Mm-hmm. It, this movie, I think, will buck the trend. I said this before, but I think this will be the first certified fresh DC Comics movie. I mean, you look at it, look at the uh, cinematography and yeah. the scenery; it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, you get a sense of who the villains might be. Yeah, and this color. There's yeah, color in this movie. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's not a Zack Snyder color filter. Yeah, and you know, you talked about Queen, uh, New Fifty Two, Origin. Uh, I really like the action scenes too. They seem yeah. kind of Snyder esque. I mean, a lot of people rag on him, but he can shoot action like no one else in oh, Hollywood. He kills it. Yeah. yeah, and some of those slow mo scenes just worked. Look, incredible. The shield play too. Yeah, right? just knocking off nukes and. Oh yeah, yeah I, I love like, it. That girl, like she can bring it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, that boss line, like we said, what I what uh, what I tweeted about, what I do is not up to you. Like, what an awesome oh, line yeah. to have her say. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, assert her dominance. Because it's right, like, you know, she's in this world of man and she can hold herself with any man in World War One. And oh, yeah. She's easily. in the trenches fighting and the golden lasso when it lights up Ooh, and, yeah, and it expands. Yeah, this movie has me super excited, you know. Sure. I can understand, you know, a little bit of the caution because we've seen this before with DC. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, yes. You know, I, I can understand that people will be cautiously optimistic but based on the only footage we've seen so far, there's no reason but to be excited. So 
and then the movie poster you brought you uh, brought up, I am definitely gonna pick that up. I mean, that looks fantastic as well with the different like the orange and the blue. Oh, wow! And then Gal with like kind of the silhouette. Yeah, too. yeah, it's incredible. It's still like uh, so powering. At the yeah. Same time, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I know what I'm going as for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Back off! It's my costume first. <laughs> Should we do like an all Wonder Woman episode where we all dress up as Wonder Woman? Their new Fifty Two Origin. I forget what it's called. Just League War, the animated one. Right. Where Wonder Woman has the lasso of truth, and there's this guy who's ragging on Wonder Woman, yeah. and then she, around the lasso of truth, he's like, you know, I wear the Wonder Woman costume when no one else is uh, around, and it empowers me. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's, that's a great like line. Opener. Yeah, that's so yeah. Funny. yeah. Love that line. So that's good totally stuff. looking forward to that. I think that movie's going to be a hit. I just can't say enough good things about that trailer. I felt like that trailer won Comic-Con. I mean, everyone was talking about it. We're get, this is the first like big-budget, female-led superhero movie. And, you know, it's kind of funny because we had a lot of ton... Or we had a ton of great kick-ass women, you know, in movies when we had, like, Ripley from Aliens and then you had uh, Sarah Connor, Connor from The uh, Terminator. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we had... Um, like Katniss from, and Hunger Games. Yeah, Katniss from Hunger Games and Nev Campbell from Scream. So, yeah. you know, I think this is going to carry on the tradition of kick-ass women in action movies. So Definitely. I'm down for it. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we got the Justice League trailer. So yeah. um, that one, you know... Okay, so some cool little bit tidbits for you out there. Some Easter eggs. Yeah. You're familiar with the Justice League animated TV show? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Unlimited I, and the original, yeah. Do you know when it debuted? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Was it 98? Uh, no, no. It debuted on November 17th, 2001. Wow. Yeah. And do you know when the movie comes out? Uh, it was 2018, <laughs> is it? Uh, no. November. Close. Close. <laughs> November 17th, 2017. So, oh, yeah. So, it's coming out the same day, just 16 years later, as the animated series. So that's pretty cool. Nice. Will it be better than the animated series? Let's hope, because that animated series is pretty sweet. <laughs> it is awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the better animated series. It's up there with Batman and X-Men. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's great. Yeah. yeah. And it had John Stewart. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you meant like the comedian John Stewart. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's a voiceover. <laughs> well, he's in the ultimate cut. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. He is. He is. Such a, that was a weird scene. That was. Yeah. yeah. Totally out of place, but uh, whatever. Um, yeah. This movie looks totally different from Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman. It really seems like, you know, they're following what the critics say. Like, oh, it needs to be more like Marvel. And, mm. you know, some people think that's a good idea, but I don't know. You know, I don't know if that's a really their best avenue to take no. back to respectability no i mean man of steel i thought was so good loved I mean, it you could totally pull off that tone and the thing is with this movie it feels so much smaller yeah. i mentioned before it's missing the epic factor yeah you know i i feel like there's no real big threat that these guys are taking on and i don't want to see batman kind of go this soft and not so much comedic route i mm -hmm. want him to be the same batman that we saw in uh, BVS, except yeah. minus the killing. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I thought they nailed him in the first one, or the last one. Yeah. So. Well, I think this was just footage that they show just to the fans. Like, it's not an official trailer or anything. It's just, you know, we've just started shooting. Here's what cool. we've got so far. I thought they nailed Aquaman. Like, he looks like a badass. That scene where he's there and then the water just hits him. Yep. Snyder, you know, he can, like, paint pictures with his scenes. And that Absolutely scene can. is beautiful. I'm curious to uh, ask, what did you think of Flash's introduction okay, in so, that trailer? Okay, so, you know, I'm not a biggest flash fan as you are yeah to me because i'm used to the animated series where he's kind of the comedic relief oh when he's wally west I yeah, think too. yeah yeah to me it kind of worked like i think uh what's his name ezra miller is a terrific actor mm -hmm. 
Um, I love this. I love the line when he's like, "My second favorite chair." <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. And uh, if you look closely in the background, you'll see that Flash is a big fan of the TV show Rick and Morty. So I love that show. Check it out. <laughs> so he's watching that in the background, and you know, I thought that was great. Um, I think Ezra Miller's gonna kill it. Yeah. As I said, like, go check out Perks of Being a Wallflower. Mm-hmm. He kills it in that movie. We need to talk about Kevin as well. He's excellent in that. So. He's just a terrific actor. I think he's going to nail it. Nice. Little concerned about the tone. Yeah. But um, you know, I'm 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 taking a uh, wait and see approach. I mean, hopefully they nail it. If they let Snyder do his thing, he'll do fine. Mm. He gave us Man of Steel, Watchmen, Three Hundred. I love all three of those, and yep. I love Batman v Superman, especially the Ultimate Cut. Yep. So there you know, you I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. So nice. you guys asked, who do you think won? Mm-hmm. I think Marvel won TV, mm-hmm. no question. It seems to be the general consensus. Yeah. The thing is, I think DC won the movies because they gave us two trailers. The Wonder Woman trailer is killing it on social media and sure. YouTube. Like over 22 million views already. That's incredible. Which is insane. Yeah. It's more than the Justice League uh, footage. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I could totally see how Marvel won because they gave us all those announcements, but we didn't see anything. So yeah. if we saw the Spider-Man trailer, the Thor Ragnarok, the, the footage, Guardians. the Guardians, yeah. then my vote probably would have swayed, but yeah. I could only vote on what I saw. Yeah. And um, so I went DC. Nice. Um, speaking nice. of the two different um, themes, are you more of a fan of the Marvel? We're not going to show everything. We're just going to show the people at Hall H a special trailer. Or are you more of a fan of what DC did when they just released everything on the internet? That's a good question. You know, what? I like um, I like what DC did, but I think DC kind of had to do it. Yeah. In the position that they're in. But I also think it is great that Marvel kind of holds on to that and really gives uh, the fan experience um, something to really look forward to, something like an exclusive, mm-hmm. right? Because these guys make such a hard trip to get down to uh, San Diego, so it's that's cool that Marvel gives them that. I still, I, I, I do believe that Marvel still won, but I really do wish Marvel gives at least a little something more. Yeah, you know, maybe something from Black Panther if you can't do Spidey. Yeah, or, or, or something else, but. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the exclusiveness. I actually do like it when they kind of uh, hold back and let San Diego Comic Con community see what they have to offer. Yeah, I totally yeah. get that. My, my thinking is this. like, So if you go there in San Diego and you watch the trailers, there's maybe, what, 10,000 people that see it? Yeah. And then you piss off millions of fans who can't. Whereas DC, you know, even if the 10,000 people who were there in Hall H got mad that they released it, you're only pissing off 10,000 people. But think about how many millions of views Wonder Woman and Justice League got. So yeah. I can see both sides to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but DC needed to because yeah. all the bad press from BVS. So yeah. I agree. Um, well, glad we agree on everything. Yeah. Is that the end of the episode? Should we just go home now? <laughs> <laughs> they shook hands and left. And rode off into the sunset. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, one thing I wanted to bring up is, you know, there's some talk out there on the interwebs, as there always is. Do you think there's a bias with critics and fans more towards the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Marvel Comics in general as opposed to DC Comics? I don't think so. I think we just get more Marvel. And um, I don't really think there's a there's a bias, I would say. You know what? Maybe the DC fanboys out there are a little more passionate. <laughs> a little, little salty. Cause yeah. I could totally see because, you know, if you're DC, you've been waiting for the Cinematic Universe forever. Yeah. And, you know, and Marvel, theirs are already in full swing. Mm -hmm. And it seems like a lot of things, like, I don't think, I definitely don't think there's a bias. Like, people were saying, like, oh, um, Disney is buying off critics. That's that's not a thing. Yeah, that's bogus. Stop right there. That's not a thing. Yeah. And then I saw some fans were petitioning to close down Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) 
Do those fans know that Rotten Tomatoes is owned by Warner Brothers? Who, in fact, owns DC Comics? <laughs> <laughs> and the biggest thing is, which is silly, is that Rotten Tomatoes don't review movies. No, they have not at all. a bunch of reviewers that post their reviews on their website, but they don't actually have a hired staff review people no. and they say, hey, you know, give 95% tomato <laughs> yeah. rotting to um, Magic Mike Disney Edition or anything yeah. silly like that. Like it's Magic it's Mike silly. Disney Edition? Is that like the Prince Magic Mike? And then, uh, the, the, the Prince and the Mike. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. We were just talking about Little Mermaid, you know, Prince Eric and Magic Mike. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, is there any uh, princess in Disney that's named Mike? No, no, no. I don't think there is. No. But yeah, the whole thing is just both and like I said, and like you said too, one Warner Brothers owns <laughs> yeah. uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and two Rotten Tomatoes do, does not actually review yeah. any of these movies or anything. It's no. just a website that has a bunch of other reviewers' mm-hmm. thoughts and reviews on their website. I agree. Yeah, I, I do think though there is a bias towards the Marvel tone, not necessarily Marvel movies in general, but a comic book movie which is um, less dark, gritty. You know, and involves more, you know, a great action film, but it throws in a lot of quips as well. Mm-hmm. Like, not just to make this a Marvel vs. DC thing, but, you know, you get a movie like Superman Returns, hated by fans. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like it. Like, I, I appreciate it for what it is, yeah. but in my opinion, I think Man of Steel is a far superior film. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, Superman Returns has like 25% or something more than Man of Steel in Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like a little bit weird. Yeah. Uh, there definitely is some hits or misses. Uh, not everything, you know, critics don't get it right all the time. Yeah. They're just human like us. Like sometimes, what was it? Blade Runner got trashed when it got released, and now it's regarded as one of the greatest movies of all time. Oh yeah, I was gonna say even Scarface. Yeah. Scarface theatrical run got booed. Yeah, you know? yeah. Look where that is now. Yeah, so. exactly. I mean, you can't go to someone's house. You can't go to a university fraternity house without seeing Scarface on their DVD shelf. <laughs> 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 um, but and then you know you get some movies like Super Troopers, great you know great comedy. 35% from critics, audiences have it at 90%. Mm-hmm. So there is sometimes, you know, the Transformers as well, audiences like those. I don't think, you know, I don't think there is any bias towards DC. Like, critics don't wake up in the day and they're like, you know what, I really hate Batman, I'm going to give this a shit review. <laughs> I don't think there's anything to it. But I do yeah. think they prefer the tone of the Marvel movies, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. opposed to what the DC Extended Universe is trying to accomplish. And I think that's kind of forced DC... To change the tone of Justice League and kind of change the tone of some of their movies to make it more like Marvel. Mm. Um, I mean, you look at that Justice League trailer as we talked about, it's definitely a different tone from what we got in the Batman v Superman trailer. Yeah. In that respect, I think that I think that's what it is. But I don't think it's just because it's a Marvel thing. I think that doesn't make any sense to me. No. Um, no. Let's put that to bed. <laughs> you think um, the rating from Superman Returns and Man of Steel is different just due to the fact of where superhero movies were back then to now, like the bar has been set so high. That's true, yeah. Do you think maybe it's just they're a little more critical? That makes sense. On their, on their ratings? Yeah, or? I could totally I could totally see that because, I mean, I have here um, the first Hulk movie from Ang Lee. Yeah. What a great movie horrible. that was. Yeah, yeah, horrible. You know, and he fights giant poodles. Yeah, and the weather. Yeah. <laughs> and it's certified fresh. <laughs> so, I mean, I definitely think if that came out like how long ago? If that came out today, I think it would get trashed. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, you know, that is a great point. We are at a time where we expect the bar to be raised higher. For sure. And, you know, with films like, you know, that brings up a good point. Um, films like The Dark Knight, I sometimes feel like the Nolan trilogies, in my opinion, they're the greatest superhero trilogy of all time. And they're my favorite superhero movies and probably 
always will be because nice. I'm stubborn like that. <laughs> but uh, I think that's like a blessing and a curse for DC because every movie that seems to be released since then yes. has been compared to it. Always. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sorry. Oh, no, no. Sorry. No, that's, that's, that's all you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was saying like, you know, like you released uh, Man of Steel and like I thought that was a fantastic movie, but yeah. people were comparing it to, well, it's not The Dark Knight. Even The Dark Knight Rises, people are like, well, it's not as good as The Dark Knight. And yeah. I'm like, Dark Knight Rises is a fantastic film. But you go online and you go on any thread and you throw out you like The Dark Knight Rises, people will jump on you like crazy. And you're like, this movie's fantastic. Like, what do you want, people? I love that film. So, you know, even like The Avengers. Yeah. Great film. Probably like the perfect superhero comic book movie. Yeah. And then you get a film like Avengers Age of Ultron, which, you know, was good, but it had its it had its misses. Absolutely. And, you know, and it doesn't... It looks bad in comparison although it's not a bad film yeah so favorite trilogy going down superhero wise the dark knight christopher nolan series absolutely for me i'm throwing it out there what do you got for favorite superhero trilogy captain america yeah that's a a good one that's good maybe one day we'll do the versus captain america trilogy versus the dark knight trilogy nice what a battle that would be that'd be be cool eh? right yeah i like that yeah i I mean good call yeah that'd be a great film we'll have to get baron and tim on there because i know they'll be on opposite sides of that debate but (laughs) you know i i loved civil war but i think it's kind of the same thing to me like Civil War made what 1.1 billion in the box office. That made less than Iron Man three. Yeah. And it's a it's a far superior oh, film than absolutely. Iron Man three. Hundred yeah. percent. But I think you know maybe some of that superhero fatigue we talked about. Mm-hmm. But you know also living up to Winter Soldier. To me, I prefer Winter Soldier over Civil War. Very close. Yeah. Love them both, but yeah. I'm gonna have to give a slight edge to Winter Soldier. Cool. Fantastic movie. Um. So do you feel like? You know, I you guys touched on this a little bit last episode. Do you guys feel like, instead of Christopher Nolan kind of running his own thing, do you feel like DC should have started their shared universe at that time? Or do you think that would have hurt the Nolan films? Or would that have worked? Do you find it, you know, back in 2008, after The Dark Knight? Mm. It's interesting, because I think back then, audiences would have been a little more confused. I think now it would have worked. Yeah. But back then, at that point, I think audiences would have been pretty confused if they had Christopher Nolan's Batman going on over here, and then he had a Justice League movie going on over here, and yeah. the two separate universes. Even now, in this day and age, when we have the TV universe and the movie universe, something yeah. like, it's going to cross over, we're going to see Flash, and it's... I don't think it's going to happen. It could. <laughs> it could Crisis happen. on Infinite Earths is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it kind of tarnished a little bit too because, you know, going back to Christopher Nolan's Batman, he had such a tight grip on that character, even Smallville, the TV show. Yeah. They were meant to have Bruce Wayne in there and they couldn't yeah. do it. And yeah. I think they actually scratched him out for Oliver Queen. I think it's oh, actually, okay. that's why they, the Green cool. Arrow wrote. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I could totally see that. Um, you know, do you think he's ever going to come back to me? You know, Nolan... He, I, I put him up there. Oh, he's great. He, he's my favorite director by far. Yeah. Of all time. He's awesome. So do you think he's ever going to come back to the superhero genre? You know, you think if DC really hits the snags or hits the skids here, do you think they're going to back up a dump truck full of money and say, hey, Justice League Part 2? Yeah, you're directing it. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what? I don't know if Nolan would be the guy for this universe they're establishing because I think he's more of a one and done. I mean... Uh, franchise. I think he's more of a one and done guy. I don't think he's really big into sequels no. or trilogies. Yeah. And um, me, I'm one of those guys. I wasn't really big on um, Dark Knight Rises. I wasn't really oh, big on Troy, it. Troy, buddy. <laughs> so for me, I think he kind of showed his fatigue on that yeah, one. Yeah. Um, I, I loved Begins and I yeah. loved The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. So going off of that, I don't think he'll get into a superhero film. And if he did, I think it'd be his own kind of original character away from DC. That'd and be Marvel. pretty cool. Yeah. 
who do you think besides Batman and DC he would be perfect to do a film for? For DC or just any character? Um, let's say DC because right now he has a contract just for Warner oh, Brothers. For Warner Brothers, who could he do? Like definitely the Nightwing would be pretty awesome. Nightwing would be really cool. Um, maybe Constantine. Maybe oh, Constantine that, I like that. Cool actually, his, that's uh, a great. Realm. That's yeah. a great one. I think that'd be pretty neat. You know. Give Constantine the justice he deserves on the big screen, apart cool. from Keanu. Yeah, I like that one actually. <laughs> nice, nice. How about you? Um, you know, that's a good one. I was thinking, um, I was thinking maybe like a Green Arrow. He could bring that kind of like realism and grittiness For to sure. the Green Arrow on the big stage. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't heard much, but uh, they talked about a Justice League Dark movie from Guillermo del Toro, but then they just announced an animated film. Exactly. So, so I think it's been scrapped. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. It's unfortunate. That would have been something pretty cool. That would have, but you know, I'm kind of worried now about their animated universe yeah. for the movies because the Killing Joke's not uh, doing so well. No, there. I haven't seen it yet. Have you? I haven't seen it, but I've been hearing uh, not the greatest things. Yeah, it's unfortunate because those animated films at the beginning were fantastic. Yeah. Superman um, versus the Elite, Batman Red Hood. Batman Red Hood is fantastic, oh, it, and Dark um, Justice League frontier yes oh yeah. the new frontier the yes. art by darn cook Ooh. oh that is Incredible. fantastic we're gonna have to review that you might have to do a commentary yeah oh man that i love that film it is so perfect in every way yeah the, the time that it captures of the superheroes yeah and they even age them up after oh, i that's incredible uh full disclosure i tear up at the speech from jfk jr at oh, the wow. end of that film yeah when yeah. he's saying about the new frontiers upon us Shed a tear oh, every time. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I, you know, I'm mad enough to admit yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. No, I really like that one. And the other one I really like is Justice League. I think it's Legion of Doom, is it? When oh, they take on, uh, uh, Justice League Doom. Justice League Doom. Yeah. Yeah, when Batman has, you know, a backup plan to take on every member of yep. the Justice League. That is so Batman, and I really wish they went that route in the DC Extended Universe. You know, maybe he'll do that. Maybe that'll be a, uh, Justice League Part 2 where it's them versus Batman. I Love that. that would be such a sick movie. I would love that. What did you think of the comics? We're getting a little off topic, but this is our show, so we can go off topic <laughs> if you like. Uh, what do you think of the comics when it was Batman? I think it was Endgame where he pulls Superman aside and he said, I have a way to defeat every member of the Justice League except for Wonder Woman. You know, I there's no weakness to her. Yeah. I love that. Like, I love that. They too. need to bring that into the new or into the DC movie universe because Superman was dating Wonder Woman. Yes. I don't know if they still are in Rebirth. Well, it's a different Superman now. So oh right, it'd be kind of weird. If yeah, <laughs> he's uh, the the new Superman. Clark White is married to uh, his original home squeeze uh, Lois Lane. Yeah, yeah. And so unfortunately, Princess Diana's lost her original. Her Superman from her timeline. Maybe she'll go back to uh, the Steve Trevor Express. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. He was pretty sad when uh, Wonder Woman chose the Man of Steel over him. So. I wouldn't even feel bad if like, if I had a choice between... <laughs> if my wife chose like Superman over me, I'd be honored that I was even in the running. <laughs> like, thanks, honey. Like, you know, second place isn't bad. Like, if she chose like... I don't know, like... I can't think of like a really ugly superhero. There's not a lot of them. Like, Two-Face? Yeah, Two-Face. I guess it's a supervillain. Yeah. <laughs> she shows Two-Face over me. I'd be like, what the hell? But Superman, I'd be like, you know, at least I was made the top two. They should make like a uh, like a superhero bachelor where like Wonder Woman to find her next date, all these suitors line up and then she has to give out a rose to everyone. DC, if you're listening, I got your next Wonder Woman arc right here. <laughs> So on to Avengers, mm -hmm. the juggernaut that it is, Infinity War. So originally it was entitled Avengers 3 was Infinity War Part 1, yeah. and then number 4 was Infinity War Part 2. Yes. But now we got news that it's actually Infinity War is number 3, and number 4 is untitled at this moment. 
What do you make of this change? I think it makes more sense. I, for two reasons. Me personally, and you probably can relate to this too, I hate <laughs> when movies do this part one and part two oh, it's kind awful. of nonsense. And, and you being such a big Blu-ray collector, I'm sure you kind of hate that new collection <laughs> if you have all the Harry Potters and then the last one's part one and part two. Yeah, yeah. Part one and part two. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad they scrapped that. And and another reason, I think they kind of got rid of that because maybe they're watching like Hunger Games and these other movies yeah. that have kind of fallen because they've had these part ones and part twos. So Absolutely. maybe they want to be like, you know what, let's just make this part three and call it this and then let's make part four and call it this. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. Do you think part four then is not going to focus on Thanos or do you think it's still going to focus on Thanos? I think it's still going to continue. I, I mean, Thanos is such a big deal in this War? Infinity War. So the bad, the big bad still has to be Thanos in there. Yeah. I can't see them not continuing that storyline afterwards. I mean, these Marvel movies do a pretty good job with their Avengers Avengers films that that is like the main like that's like the big plot line right oh yeah so um yeah I still see it continuing on over it has to because I mean you built up Thanos for 10 years and so you're gonna have like this mega battle and it can't be resolved in three hours yeah you know if it does like three hours is a long time but it's still gonna feel rushed yeah you know and so you're gonna have to have a part one and part two but maybe just call it something else or maybe you know I don't know what's the next movie that comes out after Avengers Infinity War but maybe like have that continue on throughout the rest of the films until you get the second Avengers. Yeah. Because I think it comes out only a year after. So it's pretty close like in terms of release schedule. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. I think initially it was meant to be that Humans was meant to be in between there. Oh, but okay. I think something else is taking its place. It may be Captain Marvel now, actually. Oh, yeah. Might be. That was a great... Uh, I, didn't, I didn't mention this, but Brie Larson, that's a great choice for Captain Marvel. I love it, right? Yeah, it's good. You it's know, good. it's funny because like, I'm such a DC fan, so when they said Captain Marvel, I immediately thought of Shazam. <laughs> and then I saw Brie Larson. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess he's not Captain Marvel anymore. <laughs> like, Shazam's going to Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> he should. They're not doing anything with him at DC. Yeah, at, at, at this point. Yeah. Um, I I'll say it every time. I still wanted my girl Emily Blunt for the role, but yeah. um, what can you do? <laughs> you can uh, start a fan petition. Maybe you can make your own fan film. Yeah. C- Captain Marvel starring Emily Blunt. I yeah. mean, if we had that kind of money to just throw around, that'd be pretty sure. sweet. But uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you think uh, there's still a role for her? And uh, you know, if you could cast her in Marvel or DC, who would you cast her as? Uh, well, you know, if I put her in Marvel, I would make her She-Hulk. Oh, that's a good one. Cool. Or if uh, her her movie career goes a little downhill, she can do like a, a Netflix. Show. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. How about you? Uh, you know, I was just thinking maybe um, Zatanna. Oh, yeah. nice. The Sorceress Supreme who says everything backwards and then it comes true. So <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm still stuck in that Justice League Dark. You really got me with that Constantine Christopher yeah. Nolan film. <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher Nolan, if you're listening to this. <laughs> We have no clout with Hollywood, but if you do it, you'll have beer for life when you come to Calgary. <laughs> didn't he film Interstellar in Calgary? Uh, I think it was Vancouver, wasn't it? No, oh, no, what? I know the Revenant was just outside, yeah. but maybe... I think it was. I think it was in Okotoks because my brother said in that scene where they're playing in Yankee Stadium, oh, okay. that's actually Okotoks Baseball Stadium. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Man, we missed our chance to kidnap Christopher uh, Nolan. I know, and have him write a bunch of movies and scripts for us. Can you imagine how cool that would be? <laughs> I, w- I would do the time. I'd be a hero in jail. You'd be like, yo, you got Christopher Nolan to make like 20 more DC films? <laughs> Warner Brothers would post my bail? <laughs> like, how much trouble could I really get in, right? Judge would go easy on me. He's probably a Batman fan. That's why he got into criminal law. Anyways, so. So, Troy, would you say that Avengers Infinity War, do you think that is the... Most anticipated comic book movie that hasn't been released yet? I think Infinity War is. I think it's going to be pretty huge. Uh, yeah. I don't know if this is biased though, but I think 
a lot of people are excited for Spider-Man. Homecoming. Oh, yeah. I think Homecoming, a lot of people yeah. are really raving. Everybody loved Tom Holland in that yeah, movie. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah, so I think uh, I think they're excited for that. But after this Wonder Woman trailer, too, yeah, now it's... she's up there. She's up there. Yeah, do you think, um, you know, that really helps that DC beat Marvel to something? Like, this is the first female superhero. Do you think that helps their case that it's beating uh, Captain Marvel to the big screen? Definitely. Definitely. It's good. You know, and I think uh, Marvel really had to release the Brie Larson announcement. Because if they did announce that, that would look really bad on Marvel's part when they've had, their universe has been alive for this long and they haven't had a female-led yeah. superhero movie yet. So, yeah, um, I, 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 love, I love what DC did. I'm glad they beat him to the punch. And they needed to do that too, right? They needed to beat him at something. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so it's good that they did that. But uh, I'm looking forward to Captain Marvel. But I would have loved to see a Black Widow movie. You know, mm. there's so many great female superheroes yeah. at Marvel. Even uh, with Fox, like a Storm solo I think that was rumored, but then the um, Wolverine solo was crap, and so it kind yeah, of they're they're about to just battle and do a bunch of origin series yeah. with Magneto, which yeah. basically became first class. I guess such a cool opening scene. Oh, no, I love that Magneto. Yeah, in that movie. Oh man, Magneto is such a fantastic villain. So good, and Michael Fassbender. To me, there's two guys in the movies right now that are just phenomenal. It's Idris Elba and it's Michael Fassbender. Yeah, those guys can do no wrong in oh, anything. Did you see uh, Idris Elba? He's trying to get to play uh, John Stewart in uh, Justice League. Oh, yeah, really? So yeah. Tyrese Gibson has a uh, competition. Yeah. I know Tyrese for the Fa- Fast and Furious franchise That's has right, been yeah. going photoshopping himself yeah. as uh, Green Lantern. And without a question, Idris Elba is the oh, far superior far, actor. Far superior. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that'd be interesting. It'd be interesting, too, to see how that works with his Marvel contract. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's very few people that have done both Marvel and DC. Yeah. The only one I can think of is the guy who played... He was in The Dark Knight, but he's also in Ant-Man. But it's just bit parts. Like he plays like a thug in Dark Knight that the Joker like dresses up and. You're right. I yeah. know exactly who you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. I, I saw him in Batman. I was like, that's the guy in Joker <laughs> yeah. in Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. He looks almost like a Joker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I know Avengers: Infinity War. That's pretty cool. I'm really excited for this movie. I'm gonna ask this: Do you think it's gonna become the highest grossing comic book movie of all time? Avengers? Uh, Avengers Infinity War, part one. Or just Infinity War, I guess. Right. Maybe. If fatigue is has been kicking in, then yeah. it's really going to kick in by then. But if anybody has a shot of doing it, it's going to be this movie. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Avengers kind of caught that lightning in a bottle. Like, it was a fantastic film. Yeah. But, like, everything kind of worked for it. Right. So, you know, it's going to be tough because it's, like, almost, what, $1.5 So, Sheesh. I hope it does. Yeah. I mean... I, and I hope it's better than Avengers. You know, it's kind of, you know, and I hope it's better than The Dark Knight because why would I want to mo- go see a movie that I think is, you know, not as good as a movie I've already seen? Yeah. So every time I go to a movie, I hope it's going to be the best comic book movie I've ever gotten. Yep. I haven't had that happen since The Dark Knight. <laughs> so, um, but I, I hope for it. You know, Marvel or DC, I'm not biased. Like, I don't care. They don't pay me to sit here and rant. And, you know, when I sat here and I defended Batman vs. Superman, mm. I didn't just defend it because it was a DC film. Right. I defended it because I genuinely liked the film. Exactly. And um, and it's the same thing with Marvel. I own every single uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, Spider-Man, X-Men. Awesome. You know, giant-sized Man-Thing movie I own. Nice. I own the 90s Captain America movies, Howard the Duck. There you go. So, you know, I'm not just spewing Marvel hatred. I love Marvel. I love all their films. I own every single one of their films. <laughs> so if anyone out there owns more Marvel films than I do feel free to cast the first Marvel-hating stone at me, but I don't hate Marvel. Yeah. One thing that um, I don't hate, but I don't know a lot about, but I am getting a bit better, mm-hmm. Star Wars. Oh, You know, boy. Tim, this one's for you. <laughs> we, we got news of a uh, Han Solo trilogy. 
Yeah. So do we have to rename him now? He's no longer solo. It's Han Trilogy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about Han sequel? Yeah. <laughs> Just throw it out the window. Um, yeah, so I heard a couple of reports about this, and I don't know if it's necessarily exactly a trilogy of Han Solo, or if we're going to see him in more movies, more appearances oh, okay. of, of this actor. And if it's that, then I'm fine with it. If, if we're going to see this character, this actor, play more Han Solo roles, that's cool. Yep. As long as it's before um, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. If it's a trilogy, though, then it's garbage. It's horrible because there's so many other anthology stories or a Star Wars story that you could tell. And if you do three movies just on Han Solo, then that's, that's a pretty big disappointment. You can get Boba <laughs> Fett. You can yeah. get um, an Obi-Wan. If you do any trilogy, it should be Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. yeah. So, um, or we need Knights of the Old Republic. That's what we really need. What if we get a trilogy of the robots? Just C three PO, R two D two, and BB eight. Just a trilogy. Each one gets their own uh, film. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that would be interesting. Well, that... how does he get his red arm? They still haven't explained. There's that the comic you. actually. I think, oh, okay. I think Tim picked it up. Did he just Where's dip that? it in red paint? It looks that way. <laughs> Dropped his watch, and then he went to pick it up, and he's like, oh, no, it's red paint. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks that way. What do you think of, of all this? I mean... Here's my thoughts. So, uh, we're getting a trilogy starting with The Force Awakens. Yes. Love The Force Awakens. And we still got two more carrying on in that timeline. And then we got a new trilogy starting with Rogue One. And that's going to be more the behind the scenes, as I understand it. Are, are we getting a trilogy of that one, or is this just a one and done with the Rogue One? Oh, okay. You know, or... uh, I'm the last person. To oh, ask. Yes. <laughs> I think I think I think with the anthology films, for the most part, I think even Catherine Catherine Kennedy even said they're more of a one and done. Oh, okay. Which is even more reason why I'm more worried that they're going to go a trilogy route with the Han Solo. Yeah. And uh, they should also really think about this because we haven't even gone our first um, one shot anthology film off the grounds yet yeah. so this should maybe pump the brakes but sorry um, oh keep, no keep no no by all means um, so you know and then if we get a Han Solo trilogy that's nine Star Wars films and I think they're supposed to come out one every year for nine years mm-hmm. so that's a Star Wars film until 2024 yeah. or 2025 2024 I don't know it's, it's a long time yeah. Star Wars film and you know not that I'm complaining or anything but I feel like you know it might lose some of its luster I mean you had the Star Wars films. They came out in the 80s and 70s, I mm-hmm. believe. Yep. And then we didn't get a great Star Wars film until The Force Awakens. You know, the prequels were okay. I haven't seen them yet. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Tim. One day <laughs> I'll watch them. Nice. But I was telling my wife, she's like, are you ever going to watch the prequels? I'm like, well, honey, you know, it's kind of like watching the Christopher Nolan Batman films and then going back to watch the Adam West Batman film. <laughs> so that's how I kind of compare. Like, I've seen The Force Awakens. I've seen, you know, Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. New Hope. The third one, line, <laughs> which one? <laughs> um, so you've seen Empire Strikes Back and yeah. Return of the Jedi? Yeah, that's the one, Return Perfect. of the Jedi, yeah. Nice. So I've seen that in The Force Awakens, so, you know, everyone just bashes the prequels. I'm sure I'll see them at one time, but yeah. I still gotta watch the Star Trek films, too, so yeah. I gotta get on that. Yeah, that's um, right. But, you know, I think, you know, Han Solo's a pretty cool character. He's mm-hmm. definitely, Harrison Ford just had this kind of coolness to him. Yes. I don't know if this new actor's gonna be able to bring that to the role. Has a lot to live up to. yeah. I mean, if you talk about iconic film roles, Harrison Ford and Han Solo is probably top 20. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like Sean Connery and Sean Connery's James Bond. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's such a tough role to uh, go and uh, take over. So, I mean, you know, people have done it with other roles before, so maybe it can be done. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. I- I'm looking forward to it. You know, more movies, the better, as I always say. You know, one of these days they're going to stop making all these movies that we like. And yep. the only thing I'll have is just the Blu-rays or, you know, 4K movies to sit back and watch. So, um, 
give it give me everything you got you know i you know there was a time when we didn't get star wars films for about 20 years yeah and people clamored for it exactly so you know that's the other that's the other option so i say give it to me mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna watch them all in theaters i'm sure tim will already have the tickets bought he probably has rogue one tickets bought yeah probably <laughs> speaking of rogue one um i heard some i heard some news that you know there's potential big reshoots happening Oof. and you know I, I ne- you know reshoots happen all the time, so I I never really want to judge a film until it comes out. Mm-hmm. But um, we've heard some you know every time you hear the reshoots word, you kind of sh- you kind of get a little bit uh, shudder for a bit. For sure. Um, but you know Star Wars, they're with Disney, and Disney seems to have their shit figured out. So I'm sure it's gonna be fine, people. You know, cool your jets. Definitely. But you never really want to hear like it, it. You know, reshoots is okay, but I heard extensive reshoots, mm-hmm. something like. 50% of the film. Jeez, that uh, is, yeah. That's huge. So, I don't know. You know, people can say anything on the internet. So, mm-hmm. look at us. We have our own podcast. And so, it's just proof that you can say anything on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on. Han Solo Trilogy. We're all going to check it out opening day. And you should as well. Because maybe, you know, maybe Star Wars will be like a... Won't be as big in 20 years. Who knows? Yeah, probably people not. probably just take it for granted, eh? Yeah. Then, you you know, never know. I mean, look at stuff like... Flash Gordon, yeah. Uh, even Shazam. Shazam was out selling Superman, and now he's nowhere to be seen. So you know all this stuff that we take for granted is like big, big time. And we just assume it's always going to be cool and always going to be popular. Mm-hmm. Not always the case. And you know maybe there'll come a day when Star Wars, you know, something else comes out and Star Wars doesn't become as popular. I don't foresee it anytime yeah. soon. Maybe Avatar. Yeah. Maybe Avatar's going to come and be the new Star Wars. <laughs> you Star Wars nerds who are all writing their emails now, don't send them. It's okay. Yeah. I don't think anytime soon, but I'm saying, you know, maybe in 50 years or something. Yeah. You never know. Could happen. It could happen. Yeah. Um, speaking of super cool stuff from olden days, mm-hmm. Superman on set picks from Supergirl. Yeah. So what, what are your thoughts on this? I absolutely love these photos. The first press photo they showed where it's all photoshopped and has a little of the lens flare going on, didn't really care for it. No. But the actual set photos incredible this looks like the superman that's fun that yeah. loves being superman <laughs> yeah it's blue like it's actually blue yeah um he's not huge i wish he's a little bit bigger yeah but the costume's so cool and it's yeah it's, i love it i really love it i'm getting a real injustice feel with the costume yeah. it's kind of like injustice meets brandon routh meets henry cavill yeah, with Captain America's uh, boots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks great. What, what are your thoughts of bringing Superman, the big cheese, onto a TV series when you have him in the cinematic universe? Is that going to confuse fans? Or, you know what? Is it, is it really okay? Like DC said, their whole thing is the TV and the movie universe is different, whereas Marvel's co- kind of amalgamated everything into mm-hmm. one. So that's one thing that's better about separating it because you'll never see Captain America on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. probably. No. Whereas we're getting Superman on Supergirl at the CW, and we're getting The Flash has his own TV show, and mm-hmm. and he's in the movies as well. That's right. Did you like that, or do you think it should be just one singular universe like Marvel? I absolutely love what DC's doing. I I, I haven't seen Agents of Shield. I know Tim and I know Wayne love that show. I haven't seen much. I heard the first season was pretty rocky, and I think you know they're they're held pretty tight to stick to the movie universe, right? Whereas mm-hmm. you have Flash Universe on the CW, you can do whatever it wants to do, and it's so good. Yeah. I, and that's that's what's kind of making it harder for them to bring Flash into the movie universe yeah. because Grant Gustin is just killing it yeah. on, on TV. And we get Superman on TV, which is cool because we had 10 years of Tom Willing being Clark Kent. Tom and it was, it, it was good for the 
for the four, time. first four years. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then after we're like, come on, yeah. he's Superman. Yeah. Wear the yeah. costume. Wasn't he like the blur by the end? Like I stopped watching. He was watching the blur. Yeah. I think it's the blur, the blue blur, whatever. Oh, and then man. Uh, once the show finished, you know, we found out like he's Superman. Yeah. And then it did a, um, did actually a comic run called Smallville Season yeah, 11. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I and picked up yeah. some of it. Yeah. And he got the team with Batman and everything. That's pretty which cool. Was, was okay, but now we finally get Superman, and yeah. um, I love it. I mean, why not put Batman on TV? Yeah, and, and team up, and yeah. Well, he's in Gotham. Do you think they'll have a crossover with Gotham and uh, CW? I don't know. I don't know if it'll work because Gotham, I think, takes place in the eighties. Oh, does it? Yeah, I think it takes place in the eighties, and I don't know how. I don't know, and I guess with Fox and well, you got Flash, you can always uh, go through timelines. Yeah, that's true because I guess CW Supergirl. Um, well, I guess it's actually CBS's Supergirl originally wasn't in that universe, but now right. they're tied together, right? Yeah. So anything can happen in the TV world when you have Flash. You never know. I mean, speaking of Flash, I uh, saw an interview with Ezra Miller, who's playing him in the uh, cinematic universe. Nice. And he's such a nerd. He was talking about how the Flash, it might have been the special features of Batman v Superman, but he talked about how the Flash is so fast that he can um, vibrate through molecules and that allows him to pass through solid objects yep. and go through time. And as soon as he said that, I was immediately sold on Ezra Miller as The Flash. Like, I know cool. Grant Gustin's bossing it on the TV series, but Ezra Miller, you know, he seems to be like a geek and he seems to really, like, love the character of The Flash. Cool. So, nice. sold on him. So, nice. I just want to bring that up because I forgot about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Superman on Supergirl, we're all for it. I mean, as we said, it's just another um, incarnation of the character. I mean, if you can have three comic series of Superman going on at once, why can't you have him on the big screen? Exactly. Yeah. Right. I mean, it seems like the DC TV universe is really doing a fantastic job. The fans seem to really embrace it. You got Arrow, you got Flash, you got Supergirl, you got Gotham. That's four series, so you can, you know, it's pretty cool. I mean, there was a time when there was zero. Yeah. I mean, Dean Cain was kind of cool in Lois Adventures of Lois and Clark with Cherry uh, Hatcher. One. Yeah. Loved it. Big yeah. Fan. Oh yeah, I was yeah. a big fan. How many seasons did they make it to? About three, maybe four. I yeah. Remember, right? I, I remember the first season, and I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I remember uh, they said they they were supposed to get married on the TV show. Mm-hmm. But then they were going to get married in the comics. And so they're like, no, we got to marry him in the comics first. And then you can do it on the TV show. So they had to push that back. Interesting. Yeah. And I think that was around the time of the death of Superman. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's big. Yeah. No, I love Dean Cain. I think think he was even in Smallville, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. They did a lot of stuff on Smallville where they had like Christopher Reeves. That was a fantastic episode. Yeah. That's the one thing I like about Smallville is they always brought the characters back. Yes. Exactly. Even the original Lois Lane. That's right. And, um,. The girl who played Lana Lang in Superman 3 yes. is Clark's mom in Smallville. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. good callback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget her name. Annette O'Toole, I think. Oh, that's a great memory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Even <laughs> if I, I just made, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't it. pay attention to the credits. I just love the theme song. But I never oh, <laughs> Somebody Save Me? Yeah, loved it. Oh, is that the best uh, superhero theme song? So good. Oh, loved it. Yeah, as soon as it my hit, tone. <laughs> should we call it right now and find out? <laughs> love it love it speaking of things that we love but probably critics may or may not before we segue into this this may delve a little bit into spoily territory suicide squad we'll try our best we haven't seen the film i haven't looked at any spoilers but if you're holding out to see how the critics react to it you may want to turn away right now and come back in a while we'll we'll tell you when but Perfect. if you don't care, continue listening because we have some good conversation coming up. Good stuff. So, Troy, the review embargo lifted on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Did you look on Ron Tomatoes and see what score it has? I found out today. And 
33. Oh. It's like, what's that show? Let's make a deal. And you get like the tarantula and it's like, zoink. That's what I feel like. I was crushed. Yeah. Like this was the one film that I thought for sure was going to be certified fresh. Mm -hmm. I was willing to put money on it. Like the trailers looked fantastic. David Ayer is a fantastic director. The cast is amazing. I'm curious to see what happened. You know, like, does this temper your expectations going into it? It does. Well, I'm trying not to because, you know, I had such high expectations for BBS. Yeah. And, you know, then there's rumors, ah, 27, it's 28, it's 22, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we all go and see the movie yeah. and um, it started hitting me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, well, it's my opinion, you know, this is, yeah. this is, this is something else. And I don't want to hear the same things again. I don't. I yeah. don't want that ruining my experience. You yeah. know, going to this film. But I haven't really been big on this film so so much. I mean, I like Joker. I like yeah. Harley Quinn. Yeah. I'm not a fan of uh, Killer Croc's look at yeah. all in this movie. I'm not really the biggest Will Smith guy either. Um, but whoa, Deadshot is a cool. <laughs> but Deadshot is a cool cool guy. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know about this movie. I, I hope it's going to do well. Like we mentioned yeah. before, I go into every superhero movie expecting nothing but the best and hoping yeah. for nothing but the best. Oh, for sure. You know, but um, if this one drops the ball here, then DC's in trouble. Oh, for sure. They're Absolutely. The thing I think is Man is still hit. People kind of were decisive on it. But I think people are coming around to that film. The more it's out, the more people watch it. The yeah. more like, you know, this is actually a really good film. Yeah. And I think it got harshly criticized. You know, part of the reason why we brought up that um, whole is Marvel, you know, is critics biased to Marvel. I feel like sometimes, like with Man of Steel, I feel like some of the criticism leveled at that film was a little bit unfair. And you don't get it in other films. Like they're saying like, oh, the destruction of Metropolis was too much. But I'm like, did you not watch the Avengers? New York would be decimated. The Avengers, The Matrix. Yeah. So many of these movies have just these world-dominating uh, aftermaths, Yeah, right? and I'm like, just you know, just because Man of Steel showed that, and it's Superman's first day on the job. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, sidebar there. We have a lot of sidebars this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, you know, criticism like that. And um, one of the criticisms I heard of Suicide Squad, this isn't spoilery or anything, but they were complaining about Deadshot's use of guns and i was like did you not watch civil war where black widow falcon bucky were all using guns throughout the film yeah. like i haven't seen it yet but i feel like that's just such a poor criticism like that's yeah. just like criticizing the genre in general mm -hmm. as opposed to the individual film yeah that's nitpicking yeah no. I, feel, I feel like there's a ton of nitpicking um, when it comes to the dc cinematic mm -hmm. universe fair or not you know i, I just feel like there is um, but i don't think there's any specific bias against it mm -hmm. um I, I mean it might sound like it there is but i don't think so um <laughs> but um yeah so suicide squad the reviews have not been kind to this movie the one thing is you know is this the death death of the dc cinematic universe i don't think it is because you know this is kind of like the last film of the old regime and then jeff johns took over and then he's been more involved with wonder woman and justice league and it kind of reminds me of the new 52 where you got the new 52 and i loved it and i thought it was fantastic but everything kind of looked the same you know the stories were all dark and gritty mm -hmm. and then they gave us this rebirth and it was like this breath of fresh air and everything was colorful and everything was fantastic and the fans of ate it up and loved it love it and so i'm thinking that's kind of what wonder woman and justice league will be like i'm hoping anyways i mean they you know the critics have been you know critics have been against me the whole time so you know maybe maybe it won't be but uh you know i feel like is this the death march of dc you know weren't uh, wonder woman is coming out no matter what mm -hmm. 
Um, they're pretty much already done shooting the film, I believe. Justice League, they're deep in production, so I don't think they're just going to pull up shop. Mm -hmm. The one thing is, now, we'll get into more of this when we talk about Suicide Squad, but I've been hearing studio interference. And, you know, DC, or Warner Brothers, has been doing this since the second comic book film. Even their first was Superman. Mm -hmm. Richard Donner created this beautiful cut um, of Superman 2, and then they got nervous, and they said, well, you need to throw more humor in it. They canned them, got a new director, shot shot it, and added a lot more slapstick comedy to Superman 2. And the rumor is that um, David Ayer had this cut of the film, and it was not very comedic. It was more like a dark and uh, gritty film. Mm, okay. Yep. And then they showed that first trailer with the music, and everyone lost their shit. So th th I don't know. This hasn't been confirmed yet. This is just what I read on online. Um, and so everyone lost their shit. So Warner Brothers execs panicked and they said, wow, we need to make this like a fun, like Guardians type movie, more humor. And so they actually hired the company that cut that trailer to do a cut of the film. And then they tested two different cuts. You had Ayers and then you had this more fun like trailer that or trailer company that cut it. And then they tested it. And then the one that the trailer company cut tested better. And then that's why they ordered the reshoots to add more humor into the film. So, you know, if that's the case, you know, I could definitely see then how it can get muddled. But, you know, I'm going to reserve judgment till I see it because the trailers looked amazing. And so I'm still not convinced it's going to be terrible. I mean, maybe it will be. I'm going to go in there with an open mind. Um, I'm not just going to like it because it's DC and I'm not just going to hate it because it's DC. Yeah. I'm going to go in there and try my best to enjoy it and have fun. Like sometimes, especially with comic movies... We nitpick way too much as opposed Good to any call. other movie. Definitely, right? Yes. Definitely. So just, you know, don't let the critics persuade you into not seeing this comic book movie. You know, as Kevin Smith said, you know, as comic book fans, it's our duty to go and see everyone, even the poor ones like mm -hmm. Fantastic Four, because maybe then they'll make one that we do like further down the road. Exactly. And, you know, I think this budget is at 175 mil. So it's a little bit less than Batman vs Superman, so it has to make a little bit less money than that. But I still think, you know, opening weekend it'll probably do pretty big numbers. At least it's poised to, anyways. Right. So yeah. I think even the, even with the uh, negative criticism and the negative uh, reviews, it'll still do probably pretty good opening weekend. And then you know this could be a film like Transformers where critics hated on it, but audiences loved it. Yeah, true, true. Because yeah. we'll have to wait and see, but uh, yeah. hopefully nothing but the best. I think uh, DC at least needs a home run here. Yeah, they need something. You know, it's unfortunate that the critics aren't really on board with this, but they need yeah. something that the critics and the fans enjoy. Mm -hmm. And they haven't had it with three different movies. And frankly, they haven't had it since The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time. It's been, what, six years? Like, Green Lantern wasn't a hit. Yeah, that was bad. And I, yeah. I really love Man of Steel. I just, I wish that was well received. Eh? Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe down the road it will be. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I dream this or not, but... I seem to remember when Watchmen came out, it was sitting at 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Because I remember thinking, like, oh, like two people will go in and one person will like it, one person won't. And now it's at 65%. So maybe that one's getting better mm. better reception. Interesting. Because you can always add, I think, reviews later. It's not just when the film comes right. out. So, I mean, and different films through different times become classics and stuff. And I feel like Man of Steel 
definitely fits in that category. For sure. And even like some of the Marvel films like um, Captain America Part 1. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys you guys love that film. Oh, yeah. And so I haven't seen it in a while. Me and Baron, you know, aren't as high on it. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> Watching Winter Soldier and then going back to uh, the first Avenger yeah. really enhanced that movie for oh, me. Okay. It really, it really um, did something. So. so if you were having a Marvel movie marathon, oh, yeah. what would be the first movie you start with? Do you start with Captain America First Avenger? Mm-hmm. Because chronologically the first, or right. do you start with Iron Man number one? I'm going with Iron Man number one. Yeah, so you go sure. release date? Yes, yes, yeah. I would. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I would go Iron Man and then Hulk, yeah. and then so on and, and so then on. Iron Man two and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I, you know, I, I kind of do like the, uh, you know, you start with Cap because it's in World War Two. Yeah, and then you go to Iron Man and then Hulk and then Iron Man two and then so on. That's cool too, yeah. though. I would I would probably do it that way just for myself. But if I was trying to get someone into the universe. I'd probably do a theatrical or um, original release scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, do you, you know, are you a big fan of Suicide Squad, the comic book? Do you read a lot of Suicide Squad com- I, comic I books? I don't. I'm a big comic guy, but I, I, I gotta be honest here, I haven't read a Suicide Squad comic ever. Okay. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. So, enlighten me here, educate me here. Okay, well, I <laughs> actually didn't read it until the movie got announced, and yeah. then I went and picked up the trades and I read them, and they're a little bit difficult to get a hold of. People were like, oh, this thing's gonna be a huge hit, and the comic's gonna be hard to get a hold of. I know, I was trying to get my hands on some harley quinn lipstick can't find it anywhere <laughs> <laughs> i got the uh, harley quinn hair color nice yeah nice. the ravishing red or the uh, joker green <laughs> just one thing with this movie the tie-ins you know i went to market mall in calgary the other day mm-hmm. and you walk down the one side there's about four or five stores and in their window was all suicide squad t-shirts and suicide squad posters wow. you know i think this movie made a ton in merchandising Must so have. even if it doesn't light the box office on fire yeah i feel like this you know reached kind of a younger audience than a lot of the other dc films and i think this will you know kind of like the teen tweens hmm. and i think this film you know will do well in uh, that age category yeah which is interesting with the title like Suicide Squad. Yeah, right? but you know, kids are trying to be like, you know, cool and stuff. They're like, oh yeah, Suicide Squad yeah. while they have their cigarette. And, yeah. You know, apparently kids are like what I think from 1980 movies are. <laughs> 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 uh, so Suicide Squad, you know, I read the Kicked in the Teeth Volume 1. It's pretty cool. Um, their first story has them going to a football stadium and taking out uh, hordes of zombies. So that's pretty cool. Nice. I think, you know, they... Uh, there's a rotating cast of characters, so we've had Parasite on there, we've had Reverse Flash, wow. we've had Deadshot, Harley Quinn, um, King Shark's been on there. That's right, and they were contemplating whether to put yes, him in that that's right. movie for Killer Croc. Yeah. yeah, and then they're like, well, we don't want to do all CGI, mm-hmm. so makes sense. Yep. But it would have been cool to see him because he was pretty cool on The Flash. I liked it. Yeah. What we saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the cool thing about Suicide Squad is, especially this bodes well for the movies and the sequels, is they're not just a USA-based or a Gotham-based um, entity. Yeah. There's episodes or there's issues where they go to Russia, they go to China. There's one where they go to Las Vegas, and it's really cool. Cool. So you could definitely have this set in like some foreign land or something and do a really cool Suicide Squad sequel if nice. the first one's well-received. And you can add and change the characters. You could put in Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor or maybe, you know, the bad guy from Wonder Woman or, Mm -hmm. you know, there's an endless possibility with this. And I feel like the possibilities, the comics haven't quite lived up to the potential so far. Maybe with the rebirth they will, but Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, as I said, there's unlimited potential. You can have any villain in the DC universe on this team. That's true. I mean, and they as the strength of DC is their villain. So this is a villain centric. I think uh, Black Manta was in it for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, talk about DC villains. Oh yeah. yeah, 
I mean, he has to be the villain in Aquaman, doesn't has he? Has to be. I swear that costume on that set oh, photo is yeah. right? Yeah. Zack Snyder, too, with his uh, costume design. I think they're going to go more horror with the trench from Aquaman Volume 1 with, like, all those hordes of fish coming up. Ooh, cool. And cool. maybe even um, with his brother Orm and kind of make it, like, a Thor-Loki relationship. Right. But I'd, I'd be cool, like, maybe save Black Manta for the sequel, but, I mean... Black Manta and Aquaman are vicious. Like, Black Manta kills Aquaman's son, and Aquaman kills Black Manta's dad. Dad, I mean, man, that's that's, you don't see that. You don't see superheroes taking the lives of their villains, like uh, family members or even their villains. So, I mean, that's people are like, "Oh, Aquaman's lame." I'm like, "No, you got to read his battles." Yeah, Yeah. Jason Momoa was a perfect character because he does not look lame one bit. (laughs) He is badass. So, Suicide Squad, check it out for yourselves. Make your own opinion. I'm excited for it still. I'm going in with a little bit lowered expectations, but I enjoyed Man of Steel. I enjoyed Batman v Superman. You know, a film like Iron Man 3 got great reviews, and I did enjoy that as well. So sometimes the critics won't agree with you. Just go in and form your own opinion. Don't go in with a negative. Oh, this is going to suck already. It's DC. And same thing with other Marvel movies. Don't just go into Doctor Strange and be like, oh, this is going to be fantastic. I think it looks fantastic, Mm. but uh, form your own opinions. All right, so before we uh, end on Suicide Squad, did you uh, catch what director David Ayer had said at his um, screening? Yeah, Yeah. some words are being thrown there, eh? Yeah, he's throwing some shade at Marvel. He said, someone in the crowd yelled, F Marvel. And, well, he didn't just say F. He said the full word. But we're trying to keep things clean here. Yeah. And um, David Ayer repeated it and said F Marvel at the screening. Jeez. And did you see what uh, Stan Lee and uh, Joe Quesada had to say about oh, that? Oh, no. What they say? Stan Lee said, uh, lay off my boy David Ayer. It's a big compliment that he said that. <laughs> <laughs> Stan Lee's the man. Yeah. And uh, Joe Quesada, I think it's Joe or Joe? Yeah, Joe Quesada. Yeah, Joe Quesada. Yeah, editor-in-chief of uh, yeah, Marvel. Yeah, he said, lay off David Ayer. Uh, it's all in good fun, and it's competition makes everything better. Yeah. But uh, what do you make of that? Um, saying F Marvel, especially before the film even comes out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's all in context. Um, I don't really know necessarily what the fan was on about, but I think David Ayer is just having fun with it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Marvel kind of sh- seems to show a little more class because they don't really throw stones. I've been seeing a trend every yeah. year. Yeah. These DC Storm Bowls. Uh, throw- David Momoa one year. And yeah. I think The Rock uh, the other time. Oh, like, yeah. So they're always trying to poke at Marvel. Marvel just says, well, hey, let the movies talk for themselves. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the movies do all the talking. Well, you know. <laughs> and uh, the comic sales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know Marvel legend Robert Downey Jr., mm-hmm. back when this whole battle got started in 2008. Yeah. So he goes on an interview and he disses the Dark Knight, saying that uh, he said, I, "I'm paraphrasing here. I don't have the exact interview, but he's like, I get it. You need a college degree to understand this film." He said, "I didn't quite get it." You know, referring to it being not quite as good as uh, Iron Man. And then he said, "You know what? F U D C Comics." <laughs> <laughs> I remember Danny Jr. is the man. He's the man. Um, he's the man. The myth. The legend. Absolutely. Um, I think it's funny. You know, it's kind of like when. Deadpool poked fun at Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like all these writers and stuff and artists work both sides of the fence. Yeah, they're not just mutually exclusive. I think it's more the fans that are into it more For than sure. the uh, companies. Mm-hmm. And you need some. You need some sort of um, competition because back when they were all buddy buddy mm-hmm. was in the nineties, and that was some of the worst comics we've had. Yes. Yeah, I agree. So I mean, <laughs> we had. I mean, 
we had those Marvel vs. DC crossovers. Did you read any of those? Uh, no, not until a while back when we started this whole thing. I yeah. read a couple of those. Oh, and, okay. Um, yeah, not a fan. No? No. Uh, no. The one I do suggest, I don't know if you read it, is Justice League and Avengers. And the matchup against each other? Um, no, no, no. Oh, that's okay. the Marvel vs. DC where the fans would vote in. Right. Uh, this one is, so George Perez, he was writing at both Marvel and DC at the time. And so they gave him special permission to use both characters of Justice League and Avengers. So he had been working on this since the 80s, and it finally came out, I think, in like 2002. Wow. It's like the last crossover. We'll probably never see another crossover again. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Like the one cover, I think it's episode or issue three, has every Justice League and Avengers um, member ever Whoa. on the cover. It's That's front cute. and back. It's fantastic. The art's great. It has that iconic image. It's actually the background of my phone with Superman holding uh, Thor's hammer and cap shield. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. such a cool... And, you know, it shows, like, the dynamic between the two teams. It's fantastic. Like, the story is, um, it's like this battle, and there's ten items, and then the Justice League has to get them, and the Avengers have to get them in each other's universe. And whoever comes back with, I think six out of the ten wins oh yeah otherwise the universe gets destroyed and then it's really cool really well done check it out but besides that yeah like dc and marvel i think it's just a bit of fun poking fun at the other yeah letting out some steam because i'm sure david ayer he's probably like you know every day probably people come up to him and be like oh it's not gonna be as good as a marvel film or you know and then like i bet you like some of the people come up to the marvel people like oh it's not as good as dc oh yeah so you know they probably get frustrated too but you know he's just having some fun with it he probably, you know, his buddy is probably, like, one of the directors of Doctor Strange. Like, I'm sure they talk. It's oh, not like yeah. they're just in silos. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, no, and you know what? David Ayer is a great director. Um, yeah, so much ado about nothing. <laughs> so should we uh, go? So, you know, we wanted to, um, because Suicide Squad's coming out tomorrow, actually, is the preview. That's right. I'm going tomorrow, 10.30. Yeah. Oh, 10.30. Okay, yeah. so don't spoil anything. I couldn't make Definitely it. Not. I'm going to a uh, wedding rehearsal Thanks a lot. Because of you, I have to watch it on Friday now. You know who you are. But, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but so I'm seeing it on Friday nice. at uh, 7.30 on the IMAX screen. Good stuff. Yeah. So because Suicide Squad is coming out this week, we thought we'd do a little bit about the more obscure comic book movies. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a top five with a couple honorable mentions of non-Marvel or non-DC films. Good stuff. So these could be either, you know, we didn't include Vertigo or... Um, anything? Yeah. yeah, Vertigo, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we didn't include Vertigo. So no Watchmen, no V for Vendetta, and no anything directly related to DC. So no Batman's, no Captain Americas. This is more of your, you know, your Crows, your Men in Blacks, your mm-hmm. um, Sin Cities, your Three Hundreds, more of those. Your um, what's the one with uh, Pamela Anderson? That's really bad. Uh, barbed wire. Yeah, no barbed wires. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, saw that movie at the flea market the other day. No way. <laughs> yeah. Still book. <laughs> I doubt if there's a steelbook out there, barbed wire. That's some dedicated hardcore steelbook fans that have to get that. They should have like actual barbed wire around it. They should, right? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> or masks or anything. So, um, so this is Dark Horse Image, you know, Malibu Comics or anything like that. So, Troy, why don't we start with a couple? If you have one or two honorable mentions that didn't quite make your list, I'm gonna have to go with the Matrix. I don't know if it's a superhero movie or not. Kind of okay, close. Okay, I mean, yeah. Thing. Matrix 1 at least. Yeah, know. yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. That's a, that's a great film. I remember when that film came out, it changed everything in terms for of sure. the... Uh, it's kind of like a mix between East and West when you had that uh, slow-mo with that the... bullet style. Yeah, oh, John so Woo cool. uh, action yes, film. Yes, yes, exactly. 
Keanu's back. I mean, yeah. great Canadian boy. Yeah, he's good stuff. Yeah. He's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> I just actually watched a really terrible Keanu Reeves movie, oh, no. but uh, Knock Knock by Eli Roth. But uh, mm. I love Keanu in Youngblood when he plays the goalie with uh, Patrick Swayze and oh, Rob Lowe. Yeah. So if you're into 80s, like we were talking about uh, Strange Ideas? Or... Yeah, Str- Stranger Things. Stranger Things? Yes. And you like the 80s? Out. Check out the Rob Lowe, Youngblood. Yeah. Also or... incorporates hockey into it. Oh, no way. Yeah. Nice. So he's, he's a, yeah, Youngblood's the young rising star in the U.S. And he goes to Canada, plays junior hockey. Nice. And Keanu's like the uh, French-Canadian goalie, so. Nice. A point yeah. break. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. That's a good one. Another one with Patrick Swayze yeah. and Keanu. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. We should have an all Swayze episode. Oh, yeah, Roadhouse. Yeah. Um, Dirty Dancing. Oh, man. I love Swayze. Yeah. What do you have? Uh... Um, so I had, two, I had two that didn't quite make my list. Mm-hmm. I had So I did um, comic book movies um, that weren't Marvel or DC, so not necessarily superhero mm-hmm. films. So I did Hellboy. Nice. as a great film but it just didn't quite i just watched it recently mm-hmm. but there's a couple others that i put ahead of it and the mask oh mask yeah. Is... yeah even though it didn't really quite yeah. follow the comic book yeah. any, but the mask with jim carrey i love i love jim carrey you know such a fantastic actor you got first uh, role from cameron diaz and yeah she plays was the lady that goes in to get her like uh, she worked for the mom. Yeah, the, and... the the Coco Bongo. Yeah, that's right. And the Coco Bongo. <laughs> if you ever been to Mexico and you've been down to Coco Bongos, I want to go that club. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Coco Bongos, if you're listening to this, we want free entry. We've yeah. promoted your club to the thousands and thousands of listeners. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just love that film. I loved Hellboy, but just not quite making my list. Yeah. All right, start us off. Number five. What do you got? Number five, I got Big Hero Six. This movie's awesome. What a great pickup! Movie, it's San so Fran Tokyo. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Now I know it's a little different in the comics. I think it's something else. It's told something else, but. I love this movie. I had so much fun watching this. Nice. It was incredible. And uh, didn't quite shed a tear when Hero, <laughs> or the, I can't remember the robot's name. Oh, right? Baymax? Baymax, yeah. yeah. I bit it there, but uh, spoilers. Well, spoiler alert. Like just watch the movie. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great poll, yeah. yeah. I mean, that movie, I think it's like Marvel, not Marvel proper, but like Marvel, one of their imprints. And yeah. I think they were trying to do a little bit more of the uh, Japanese anime style with that, but it worked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's touching. You got some different superheroes, and you even got a Stanley cameo. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, at the so, very end, yeah. I love that. Yeah. It has great animation. This is... Yeah. I, I, my only regret is I didn't see this on the big screen. Oh, you yeah. missed it. I saw it at uh, the Crowfoot Theater oh. there. Nice. Yeah, it was one of the last. It was packed, and it was like it's been out for a while, and it was yeah. still packed. Ah, great movie. Yeah, I yeah. love that film. So yeah, that's a, that's a good pull. That's nice. a good pull. Nice, thanks. What's your number five? Uh, number five, I have. Here comes the man in black. Oh, nice. Number one. Number one. Cool. Galaxy Defenders. <laughs> great soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, back when Will Smith made movies with the title in it, Man in Black, uh, Wild Wild West. He needs to make a Suicide Squad song, with. Uh, <laughs> Jai Courtney. Oh, and, awesome. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love that. I remember it came out when I think I was in junior high or just ending elementary. I got the uh, VHS. Nice. I got the Blu-ray. Uh, just a fun movie. You know, like we talked about Independence Day where it's one of those movies where you can set it, watch it, no matter where it is at on TV. Mm-hmm. Same with Men in Black. Good stuff. Just a fun, you know, fun movie. And you... effects for those times. Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, excellent effects. It made like a ton of money. The sequels, number two... 
the best part was when Michael Jackson showed up, in my opinion. <laughs> Number three, I haven't seen Ooh. it yet. Is bad? Yes. You know, that's, yeah. a, that's a certified fresh Rotten Tomatoes. Is it really? Yeah. I think it's like at 70 something. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That one I nearly walked out of, but we'll see wow. what happens with the uh, 22, 21 Jump Street crossover, right? That's a weird thing. It is. Because 21 Jump Street is dealing with like drug criminals, and now you have aliens. <laughs> aliens in the mix? You know, like. <laughs> You know, as bad as WB has been, at least they're not Sony. <laughs> I think, like, the guy who, like, hires a WB exec used to work at Sony, and he's like, you know, it could be worse. Give me back at Sony, so you can do your own thing. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, do you remember watching Men in Black? Did you watch it in theaters? Do you, do you own it? Uh, you know what? I dressed up as Men in Black for Halloween nice, one year. Yeah, nice. I, I went as Wh- Which Smith. character? Well, <laughs> yeah, the alien, no. <laughs> Um You know what? I, I was a big fan of the, the cartoon series, too. That was a great cartoon. It was a cartoon. really cool yeah. cartoon series. The animation was different yeah uh, i liked it um i liked part one i liked part two uh it made it very clear that i don't like part three <laughs> um it's a great movie though yeah, yeah it's so fun and so different what they're doing at the time mm-hmm. you know and the weapons the tools yeah. the action figures yeah it's just all around fun will smith was so hot at that time he was like, good he yeah. was red hot like yeah. anything he touched turned to gold for sure yeah and it's just as we said you know it's just a fun movie the weapons everything it just worked you yeah know, aliens were cool they were fun Kind of have like a like a Ghostbusters feeling almost. Oh yeah, hey, you know? I it's like kind that. of like the, the new Ghostbusters almost. That yeah. would be a good crossover. That would be a That'd better be a, crossover. That would be a way better crossover. Men in Black and Ghostbusters. Yeah. And you have Will Smith and the four girls and Tommy Lee Jones. That'd be sweet. I'm there. Nice. All right. I like it. Sony, if you're listening. <laughs> you know, we should really get Hollywood to listen to us. We really should. We should be the kings of Hollywood. Oh, man. Can you imagine? <laughs> Just like... Because like, that was back in like the 70s with like Spielberg. Um, what's his name? The Stanley Kubrick. Wow. Um, Oliver Stone. Um, Martin Scorsese. Like, they were Ooh, our age. And they were like... They were making like killer movies in the 70s. Like, they ran Hollywood at that time. Jeez. They're yeah. like the Goodfellas of Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, Hollywood, we have zero experience. But we've seen a ton of movies... <laughs> That should be a job. Just like you show us a movie, you show geeks a movie, and we'll tell you what you need to change. Like if you showed us Fantastic Four, we would have been like, okay, stop right there, change that, put pants on the thing, boom, we would have made it so much more money. Fix the wig. Yeah. (laughs) Stay consistent, you know. Make sure that she goes into space and it's not just an all boys trip into space. Yeah, that was weird. Should we do a uh, commentary to Fantastic Four, Josh Trank? I'm down. Should we? 100%. Yeah. 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 We'll invite Josh Trank, too. Oh, my God. What's he doing nowadays? <laughs> we, we're even too big for him now. He, like, tried to get on. We're like, sorry, Josh. No. We have a set of stand. Actually, you know, I really like Chronicle. I, I think love it's Chronicle. a fantastic film. I put that more on Fox Studio Interference than on Josh Trank. For sure. Yeah, yeah 100%. 100%. He even said, he tweeted out, like, I have a fantastic cut of this film, which you're never going to see, but you would have liked. Yeah. I want him to release it. Definitely. We should get a petition, go and release that and screen it. That'd be sweet, eh? That'd be sick. All right, so what do you got for number four? Number four, this one again, this is different. I don't know. Help me out here. This might not be a superhero movie, but Drive. It kind of has a little bit Okay, yeah, yeah. This is a really cool movie. That's a fantastic film. Ryan Gosling. Dark as hell in this movie, but the shots of the action shots. Yeah. Doesn't say worth of the whole movie pretty much. I love um, it. I think he's just called Kid. I don't think he actually has a name. No, no. It's yeah. very like 80s kind of like So action. 80s. Yeah. The soundtrack's great. Um, yeah. Brian Cranston's in here too. Yeah, that's right. Have you ever seen the uh, Steelbook? 
So Mondo released the first steelbook they released. Mondo Studios was uh, Drive. No way. Fantastic steelbook. If you ever get a chance, check out the art. Just an awesome, awesome movie. Do you think I can get my hands on that anywhere? Or what? Uh, if you're willing to pay about eighty bucks, <laughs> I, might, I might do it. I love. That's like one of my favorite. All-time oh yeah, movies. yeah. Love okay, it. all right. Yeah. Check it out. Drive on Mondo. Such a sick. You know, I don't know if I'm the only one that feels like this, but when I go to pick a movie, I still own like over a thousand. I just picked up my thousandth movie the other day. Round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> Already up to like a thousand seventeen, but uh, nice. that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> I feel like you know when you go to pick a movie, I'm so used to the blockbuster days where you know the art kind of sold the movie for you because we didn't have the internet. So you go in and even like a big movie like say Friday the Thirteenth. You probably didn't hear a lot of it if you're like a 13, 14 year old kid and you just saw like this cool kick ass cover. You're like, you know what? I'm going to give that a try. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, when I go, that's what kind of what drew me to Steelbooks. You know, Tim had always been saying, get into Steelbooks, get into Steelbooks. I'm like, no, because if I do, I'm going to have to get them all. And then I bought one, a Star Wars action I kept kept from there. But uh, yeah, I mean, when you buy a film and it has such a fantastic cover, I think it adds to the experience. Oh, yeah. Tim's kind of like a Sith Lord, eh? Yeah. He's very, um, <laughs> very persuasive. Yeah. He, he got me into the Black Series yeah. and there's no going back. He got you into the, <laughs> These the are not box. the droids you're looking for, Tim. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> like an Emperor trailer somewhere yeah. right now. Just yeah. saying good. <laughs> yeah. How do we know he's on Jaiku right now or something? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. He's on the Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's been all this time. <laughs> you know, he is. He's very persuasive. Yeah, he's got the mind tricks going on. Yeah, the Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> Actually went into uh, Seattle. I went into their uh, EMP museum and they had um, Star Wars t-shirts. Oh. And I was so close to picking up my first Star Wars t-shirt. It was nice. a Stormtrooper. And he's asking another Stormtrooper. He's like, what if these are the droids we were looking for? Ah, <laughs> nice. And I was like, nice. oh, Star Wars humor. So yeah. I'm slowly coming around on the whole Star coming Wars around. thing. Yeah, Love coming it. around. Loving it. Uh, so number four, I have the very tragic, the very beautifully shot, The Crow. Oh, Brandon excellent. Lee, fantastic in this movie. The You know, you talk about dark and gritty. Doesn't get dark and grittier than this. No. If they ever do a reboot, I want Zack Snyder doing it. Ooh. That'd be a good. Uh, that'd be a good one. I don't know Ooh. if they ever will though. No. You can't touch. It's a classic. To me, it's up there with like some of the great superhero and comic book films of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It's, what, what else can I say about this one? This one was cool. This was such a different take. I mean, growing up as a kid, I always thought superheroes, capes, yeah, masks, yeah, you know, blue or red. Yeah. This was like. Whoa! This is something else. I thought oh, yeah. I thought it was Sting the wrestler the first time oh, I saw yeah. it because it kind of looks similar. How, oh, Sting actually changed his look. I think because he was all colorful and then he made himself like the black and white, like the crow. And oh, wow. such a better character oh, as the crow. Yeah. So good, right? Yeah. I I remember I got the uh, McFarlane Movie Masters figure of the crow and he had like the guitar on the back. Oh. I actually didn't see this for a while because it's pretty uh, pretty dark subject matter. Mm-hmm. So when I finally saw it in my teen years, I was like, oh my god, this is fantastic! Incredible, isn't this it? is what I've been missing all my life. Do you have a still book of this, or did they probably didn't make uh, one? I don't have the steel book. I don't know if Future Shop released one. I actually, it's actually uh, Canadians will know this store, Future Shop. Yeah, excellent store. Too bad it went out of business, but mm-hmm. it's just one day I was just walking by and 
saw it and I said, you know what, I was just a blind buy and I picked it up and I was grateful. How did how did you stumble upon The Crow? Uh, TV, I think it was TBS. So it was a while, it was yeah. a while before I saw this one. But yeah. I think it was on TBS back when it was known as the Superstation <laughs> Channel 4. We're so old. Yeah, so old, yeah. <laughs> back when we had the TV guide and little Troy <laughs> yeah, looked up. Guy, yeah, in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he only got eight channels yeah. back then. But it wasn't in color, it was in like the negatives. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> so that's how I experienced the crow. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a fantastic film. Yeah. I, I didn't ask how did you uh, how did you watch Drive? I forgot to ask. Oh, Drive! I saw them in, on in theaters. Oh, really? I saw it in theaters on the big screen. I was just I didn't even know anything about this movie. Yeah. And the people I worked with were like, oh yeah, we're gonna go see Ryan Gosling. I was like, okay. And it was just mind blowing. Yeah. Mind blowing. I, I just film. loved it, and I got the Blu-ray or. No, I got the DVD first because I, yep. I still wasn't on the Blu-ray game, and then I got yep. the Blu-ray uh, shortly afterwards. Oh, okay. And, uh, my next step is the Steelbook. You have to get it. Yeah. I can't recommend it. Let me know if you pick it up because we might get a uh, discount on shipping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good call, Mondo. You're listening. <laughs> <laughs> One of these times, someone's gonna be listening and give us free swag. And it's gonna be the best day of our lives. I'm like, oh my god, we got free swag. All right, what do you got for? Oh, sorry. Uh, Drive. I actually saw it. my wife persuaded me to see it. She's nice. Like, oh, let's watch this right. Ryan Gosling film and I was thinking alright Ryan Gosling like, <laughs> I saw the notebook ragged yeah. on it and she's like no it's supposed to be good so we were actually at Walmart and they had like a huge like summer sale and I think I picked it up for like five bucks on Blu-ray or something oh wow yeah it was great great uh, great uh, sale there by Walmart and so I watched it and I was like man this is an excellent film like so good I take back every bad thing I said about Ryan Gosling <laughs> <laughs> that actually made me want to see even more like superhero kind of films even though it's not so superhero yeah I want to see more of that and, Absolutely. Uh, I think it's place along pl- the pines. Place. place oh yeah, pines. the place beyond the pines. Yeah, it was just trying to go that route, but it, it stirred pretty far left for me. So, <laughs> I, I liked it. It was kind of neat, like with the three different acts and the I three different that. like heroes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, with the uh, motorcycle or the dirt bike, it's pretty cool and seeing him all tatted up and stuff. Yeah, he's pretty dreamy, so <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. A good cast though: Bradley yeah. Cooper, Dane DeHaan, Ryan Gosling. Oh, DeHaan's in that. Yeah, Dane DeHaan's the son. I guess turns out to be Ryan ah. Gosling's son. Yeah. yeah, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's actually the son in like uh, Spider-Man? Ryan Gosling would then he would made that film so much more better. Oh yeah. Well, that's great English. He would have made that film so much more better. <laughs> All right, what do you get for number three? Uh, Number three, uh, going back to the animated, um, The Incredibles. Oh, nice! Yeah. What a what a great yeah. pick. Actually, I guess it was your turn, wasn't it? I just did drive, didn't I? No, no, I did the crow. Oh, you did the crow, and then I went. Okay, yeah. Sorry. We're very professional here at the Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The Incredibles, Disney, Pixar. This to me is. The Fantastic Four movie we've all been waiting for. Absolutely. You'll hear many people say that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I remember seeing that. Um, I actually saw that. I think that was like the second date me and my wife actually ever went on was The Incredibles. No way. In theaters. I don't own it because Disney and Pixar movies are way too expensive. Yeah. But um, what a fantastic film. I mean, I said probably fantastic. There's a drinking game. Every time I say fantastic in this episode, take a drink. Um, what a great film. I just, you know... It hits all the right notes. It has the right amount of comedy, the right amount of action, and the animation was great. I think the guy who did that used to be on The Simpsons. And no way. Yeah, so I think he did The Simpsons, and then he did Iron Giant, okay. which 
Critics loved. I haven't seen it yet, but critics loved. People loved, but it bombed at the box office for some reason. Yeah. But Disney gave him a shot with The Incredibles, and he knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. The baby Jack, I think, or yeah, the baby's name is Jack, and he had like all those powers and mm-hmm. syndrome and Mister Incredible. I just love how you know you take the superhero tropes and you put them in the mundane everyday lives. Love it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like Civil War, where they like they couldn't use their powers because they had to register with the government a bit. It is, yeah. So yeah. kind of borrowed from that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Right? So uh, Troy, tell me, how did you how did you stumble across Incredibles? Is this another theater uh, movie that you saw, or what? No, you know what? Um, it wasn't actually. I saw this at my house. Uh, my little brother saw it in theaters. Okay. And I was a little, I was a little bit older. Not yeah. super old. Not like thirty in my mom's basement or anything. Like that, but <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit older. I think I was maybe. <laughs> I couldn't even give you a proper age, but um, he he loved it so much at theater. It came out on um, DVD, actually VHS maybe. Oh wow! And he's watching at home, and I decided to watch it with him. And I was like, "Hey, this is actually yeah, pretty funny, pretty cool." Because I was always into superheroes. Yeah, and I loved it. Oh, it's so totally. original, that's awesome. but still so fantastic for. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. You know, it's funny. I think like. Uh, young boys and young adults I think uh, there comes a time when Disney to them becomes kind of uncool like kind of the uh, Disney fairy tales with like Aladdin Lion King and for me when that happened it was around the time of Hercules so I didn't go see it and then years later I was like man like stop being lame Disney's awesome so I got back into Disney yeah and the first movie I watched was Hercules, and I was like, "This is awesome!" So good, right? Yeah, love it. Love that movie. Yeah. So I was like, you know, why did I, uh, why did I rag on Disney? But I don't know what it is. It was just like a time in my life when I just, for whatever reason, I just stopped, you know, worshiping at the House of Mouse. Yeah. And I'm back <laughs> at it. But good uh, stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's I guess awesome. that's another one we could put in. It would be Hercules. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I told us Hercules. That movie right there, that blueprint is like the Superman world, like missing. In my opinion, almost in the cinematic universe, except obviously yeah. a little less kitty. Like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I love the mythos behind that. So, yeah. Um, that's a great movie. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, number three, I have the very first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Oh. Yeah. Back yeah. in, I think it was the 80s or early 90s. Right. The live action film. The one oh. you guys all know and love. Oh, my God. Like, they couldn't sell any more toys. Yeah. Let's get the realistic turtles. Oh, so oh, sick. Man. I had all the action figures. Right? All four turtles. Nice. Every movie, I had to get them, even though they were pretty much the same figures. So I'm like, no, I need to get them. Yeah. Got the shredder. Oh, Got nice. the uh, foot soldiers. Yeah. Like, I was bought hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. It was so good. The opening sequence, too, right? Yeah. Raphael's encounter with um, Casey Jones. Oh, yeah. Perfect. So sick yeah man i love that film like ninja turtles with just with like the action the humor i mean i watched it the other day it doesn't quite stand up to the test of time yeah. but nostalgia is a hell of a drug and i remember watching it as a kid and thinking this movie is the bee's knees and i love it it has a special place in my heart nice. you know and yeah i get taken back to the time when i was a kid and i saw it i didn't see it in theaters but my parents bought it i think i have it on vhs Mm -hmm. and then i have it on dvd now i don't have it on blu-ray oh okay it's a little bit tough to find on blu-ray there's a cool blu-ray pack at uh hiv you get the four turtles i have it cool yeah yeah cool i only have the uh, dvd with it but i got the steel book of the new ninja turtles movie and i still have to see the other one oh okay but uh yeah it's just fun movie um i watched it as a kid did you is this a kid movie for you, or is this one of more of your older? Um, older I times? I watched it as a kid, hundred yeah. percent. I don't think I saw it in theater because I think I might have been too little. Yeah. But um, I remember 
I had the soundtrack as a purple cassette. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. I, go I, ninja, I the, go ninja. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I had the box. Yeah, and had the four turtles underneath the sewer. That's so lid, cool. And uh, I, I love this movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. Just a good call. Just a great film for all ages. Totally right. Yeah. I think yeah. kids today would still enjoy it. I don't know if they will or not. I'm not hip enough, but <laughs> I enjoyed it as a kid and. Yeah. You know, I'm, my kid's going to watch it when they're old enough, so... Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fantastic choice. Awesome. Man. So what do you have for number two? Number two. This is probably not on anybody's list, but it's on mine. <laughs> Michael J. White, Spawn. Spawn. Yeah. What a beauty film. I love this film. This, yeah. this to me, felt so like comic... Uh, such a such a comic ad- ad- adaptation. Yeah. Um, I thought the costume looked pretty cool. The cape was a little over the top with the CGI <laughs> going on. Yeah. Um, Michael J. White, what a perfect cast yeah. to play this character. He looked fantastic as Spawn. Oh, yeah. Did he ever? And, um, you know, I never looked back since. So I only <laughs> did watch it when I was a kid, and I've yeah. never revisited it. So. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I went through the thing. I was trying to get all the comic book movies, and I picked this up on Amazon for, like, $1. No. So we'll have to watch it again. Maybe we'll, that'll be another uh, commentary would be Spawn. No way. On yeah. Uh, DVD? Yeah. Nice. That, that's a film that's ripe for remake. Oh, 100%. Especially with the technology nowadays. That would be a fantastic film to watch. Definitely. Where did you experience this film? Uh, funny enough. So my dad was into comics and he used to collect them back in the day with my older brother. Yeah. And when this film came out, it was around the time of my younger brother's birthday. And my dad thought it'd be a good idea to take us. So I was about like maybe six or seven. <laughs> I don't know why if he didn't even like care, but he took me to see Spawn. I was like, this is awesome. And I was like the only one in my class that was able to see it. Oh my God. And everyone thought I was like, it's the coolest kid that week. It's like, yo, you got to check out Spawn. It's so cool. So definitely saw it way too young. I saw it in theaters at the, uh, still the Crowfoot Theater. Man, the theater's been around wow. for a long time. That's incredible. Yeah. So you must have been a bad influence on the other kids. Yeah, exactly. Don't no. be hanging out with Sunjay anymore. You can't be watching those movies. <laughs> no, Spawn's a good guy. I was helping him out. Uh, where, where did you experience the greatness of Spawn? Um, I think I saw it in theater too. I, I might have seen it with Wayne, my, my cousin there. Oh, nice. That's been on the podcast a couple times now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw it in theaters and I just, just, just enjoyed it. It was cool. Yeah. I think because I was also like, kind of trying to get away a little bit from like the, the kitty things and trying to be a little more edgy and yeah these, these punisher like movies and this was just one of them and, and spawn was such a hot topic during that point he's oh at, yeah he's at a peak right he's selling like a million issues a month like he's huge <laughs> yeah it's huge it's crazy he was out selling like batman he's selling superman spider-man, Spider-Man. Yeah. oh yeah todd mcfarlane what a beauty yeah like we you know we talk about the action figures that he does it's funny because we talked about the ninja turtle action figures I got the Spawn action figures from the movie, and they were so cheaply done, they kept breaking. Oh, no. I had the, uh, the, they call it the pizza face Spawn, where he's, like, all chewed up, and he's not really Spawn, and he's got, like, the whole, like, coat. Arm fell off. Oh, no. And then I got the uh, Spawn, and um, I got the Spawn figure, and that one actually managed to stay fairly, um, fairly assembled. Yeah. The one thing that was kind of weird was uh, John Leguizamo, or Leguizamo? as a clown yeah his name clown and he, he's like this big like fat guy and he turns into like the scary monster <laughs> so weird yeah <laughs> you know we didn't question things in the 90s you know like we didn't get a lot of comic book films it was like that and batman forever yeah. and we were just thankful for what we got totally sometimes i kind of want to go back to that mentality nowadays i think we're too spoiled we were yep. like oh in this one scene captain america's shield is a different color than this scene exactly whereas back in the day we're like oh my god two faces on the screen yeah, yeah. right like the fact that we even get 
superhero team ups. Yeah, it just blows my mind. Yeah, like stop complaining, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Nice, nice. So I got ones kind of similar. Cool. I got. I have Sylvester Stallone's Dread. No, I'm just kidding. I have the uh, remake, Carl Urban's Dread 3D. I was going to be like, wait a second. You know there's a way better vision, right? No, wait, what? <laughs> to me, Sylvester Stallone will always be Dread, no. I have the uh, Dread 3D, also a Mondo steelbook as well. Oh, nice. Fantastic steelbook. Um, Best Buy just had a sale. I think I picked up for like eight bucks. That's incredible. Yeah. They had, for the steelbook? Yeah. Blu-ray. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic film just you know we talked about dark and gritty this is a dark and gritty film that worked carl urban he's amazing as dread mm-hmm. um just going through like the different le- levels of the um apartments yes yeah it's awesome and, and we talked about that before like if they were gonna do that batman movie based on the arkham asylum yeah. then that's totally the the way you go is the dread yeah route. and i love the fact that this guy never takes off the helmet like yes you know it's not to show off um Carl Urban as like he started this movie it's like no he's dread you know yeah. every time you see an Avengers poster they have their helmets off and I'm like come on man leave the helmets on yeah he has that thing on the whole movie yeah and, and Cersei's in this movie from Game oh, of Thrones oh uh, really the actress I forgot her name but she's the, she plays the villain oh cool that's awesome yeah. yeah what good, a fantastic film um, yeah. damn it I said fantastic <laughs> 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 uh, you know they should uh, show this movie to Ben Affleck before he writes his Batman script and be like okay do something like this but with Batman and with batman's villains yes and you got a billion dollar hit right there i really like that unfortunately this movie didn't do so well box office wise i think because of the dread stigma from sylvester stallone's version but there is talk of a potential sequel that's what i've been hearing that or netflix series i've been hearing kind of embellishing that but i think it was poorly marketed too eh? yeah Yeah, it didn't yeah i mean it's kind of like edge of tomorrow where it's poorly marketed i didn't see it in theaters and then i saw it because I watch uh, Collider Video, yeah. and John Schnepp, I think he kept like pumping this movie. Pumping like, it like crazy. Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. watch it, live, die, repeat. Terrible title, watch it, watch it, watch it. Yeah. So I took his advice. He was right. <laughs> Same. I, yeah. yeah, like Schnepp, you sold me on this for sure. Schnepp, because... if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Schnepp, if you're listening. We're talking a first name, last name. Yeah. Basis, I guess. Johnny uh, Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good movie, that such one. Such an excellent film. Yeah, love that one. Um, So I didn't see Dread in... Um, theaters as well. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a common theme with some of these uh, lesser knowns. You know, you yeah. got so many Marvel and DC stuff. I kind of save my money for them, and then I see these ones when they pop out on um, home video. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of the only one that still <laughs> buys home video. But uh, no, I saw it just a blind buy again. I think Good Baron stuff. sold me on it. He nice. said, You got to see Dread. You got to see Dread. And so I finally saw it, and I was like, You're right. Like this fantastic. Oh, <laughs> there it is again. I stopped myself. No, I didn't. Is, oh man. Okay, I gotta get a new word. Honestly, if you're playing the drinking game, yeah. <laughs> I saw that talk about Josh Trank's Fantastic Four. It's just like inception in my mind. I have a feeling like when I was sleeping, you know, you came into my mind and you just implanted Josh Trank and Fantastic yeah. Four. Just had been having sexy dreams about the thing with his no pants. I guess. <laughs> Can we talk about that for a second? So he has no pants on, yeah. but he's still like uh, he's still like a living creature. Mm-hmm. How does he like? How does he do stuff? Like, does he go to the washroom or like? Come Movie on, magic. <laughs> one of several several plot points to Fantastic Four that we have yet to get answers to. Forget the presidential debates. I want to go up to Josh Trank 
and we should just debate. You know, I'd love to actually have him on there and be like, okay, what was the thinking behind this? Or, you know, did the Fox Studio executives make you do that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whose idea was that? <laughs> yeah. uh, where did you catch uh, Dread 3D? Netflix. Yeah. Um, I was hearing good things yeah. about this movie, but I just never got the chance to just go out and buy it or... I guess I don't rent movies. And then next thing you know, it was on Netflix. It was like, yeah. sweet deal. I'm watching this. And um, not really having much expectations for it. Yeah. Because I hated the Sylvester Sloan one. <laughs> yeah. I hated that one. And when I watched it, I was like, well done. This yeah. is cool. And I was like, okay, you know, we're going to get a sequel for sure. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. And it's such a well done movie and it deserves a sequel. Yeah. And I think we're going to get one. Maybe we call Dread 4D. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird that it's called Dread 3D, but uh, whatever. <laughs> I guess, like, because it's in 3D, but... Yeah. I mean, even picking it up on uh, HMV there, I picked it up, I think it was a Boxing Day sale, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like a blind buy, so... I want to see uh, Dread vs. Batman. They did a comic on Yeah, on I've heard good things. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool, eh? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I think I have the uh, Spawn and Batman crossover. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And this is about the Batman versus TMT. That's like, I think oh, it yeah. just ended, but yeah. it's been going on. Yeah, that was a pretty cool yeah. one, actually. yeah. I Fox Shredder. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. DC, every uh, year, I think they're doing another crossover. Because mm-hmm. they had Green Lantern and Star Trek. Oh, yeah. yeah. How was that? That might have that been That was good. Eh? That was really yeah. good, yeah. Um, and then you had Batman Ninja Turtles. What do you think the next one's going to be? So, like, a DC character with a lesser, with a uh, non-Marvel crossover. I got it. Okay. Aquaman and Free Willy. Oh, that'd be amazing. Can you imagine? And then Michael Michael Jackson's song playing in the background. <laughs> what do you what do you think? <laughs> I was thinking something with Transformers would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Cyborg and Transformers? Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> oh my god. That actually works like perfectly. Yeah, that'd be neat, eh? That'd yeah. be such a cool yeah. crossover. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh. DC, if you're listening, that's another uh, drinking game. Every time I say, if you're listening to a company to try to pander to them, take a shot. You're going to be drunk before you hit the two-hour mark. So we got, we're coming up to our number one spot. Number one with a bullet. What do you got, okay. Troy? DMT. Nice. DMT was, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, I, I already said everything I could say about this movie, but... Yeah. I was just, I was a big Turtles kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. People were, you know, there's the G.I. Joes, there's the Power Rangers, um, and I, I was a Turtles guy. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Turtles, I mean, the cartoon, what what can be said about the cartoon? You have all the different villains and all the different characters yep. and all the different action figures. Mm-hmm. The video games, the yes. arcade, I think everybody remembers the beat-em-ups and they're just yeah. throwing their quarters away playing yeah. those games, right? Yeah, when, yeah. when we went to Vegas, we, uh, we weren't 18 at the time and we actually brought like a ton of quarters and there's an arcade still and we passed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Turtles in Time. Nice. And Simpsons, the Simpsons one. Oh, that's yeah. phenomenal, yeah. man. Uh, Next time you guys are over, I got, I got Turtles... In time on my Xbox. Oh, so nice. We can binge on that game later. Yeah, I call being sure. Michelangelo. Yeah, I'm wrapped. Don't be touch wrapped. <laughs> you do strike me as a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh, what's your uh, number one there? Okay, so this isn't so much a superhero movie, but it is a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Nominated for six Oscars, oh. starring Tom Hanks, Jude Law, and late um oh um uh, what's his name Paul Newman. The late Paul Newman, the salad guy, also from Slapshot, Road to Perdition. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like me on this one, then. Okay, have you seen this? No. Okay, so no. it's based off a of DC Comics imprint, but it's not Vertigo. Okay. And it takes place, I believe, in the 30s, mm-hmm. um, and it's a gangster film where Tom Hanks' son witnesses a murder, and Tom Hanks is a gangster, 
And so he has to take him on the run away from Jude Law, who's an assassin that's trying to kill his son. And uh, the gangster, like the head gangster is Paul Newman, and he orders the hit. So it's, it's just a... I was going to say fantastic, but I stopped myself. <laughs> it is such a heartwarming story. Um, I know it doesn't sound heartwarming, but it's a great story about a father and a son um, traveling across the country. And, you know, six Oscar nominations says it all. It won one for cinematography. Wow. Um, I think there's a Best Supporting Actor nomination, a Best Actor nomination. Just, just wonderfully acted. See, see what I did there? I changed the uh, changed the adjective. I like it. I like yeah, the vocabulary. Yeah. It's uh, it's great acting. It's just such a heart, you know, it's such a great story. Um, and you know, I, I shed a tear when I see it. It's what year did this one come out? It's pretty new. Like DC has a couple imprints that they came out with, like um, a history of violence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's a imprint from DC. Stardust. Have you seen that one? Stardust, Stardust, Stardust. Uh, Michelle nope. Pfeiffer, uh, Robert De Niro, Henry Cavill's first movie oh, from wow. DC Comics, um, and it's about I think Kate Blanchett. She's a star, and she falls, um, she falls from the heavens, and then he has to like take her um, back to her home. Mm-hmm. So it's a very cool. It's kind of like Princess Bride feel to it. Oh, okay. Um, there's a couple of them. Like Red is like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so DC. Um, I even though it's well, not DC, but. Uh, <coughs> There's a ton of these comics that were coming out from uh, imprints from DC, but not DC or Vertigo. Mm-hmm. I think they tried to get more like independent comics. Oh, okay. And so I think this came out like 2002, 2003, I'd say. Oh, okay. Um, definitely worth a look. I have it on, um, I actually just saw it on DVD. I think I just got it like a used DVD sale or something. Nice. Not thinking too much of it because I heard it was based off a of comic book. So I'm like, yeah. okay. I'll check it out. And I fell in love with the movie. Oh, man. It's Sweet. such a great movie. Um, there's, I can't say enough good things about it. The cinematography, you know, I won an Oscar for it. Mm-hmm. If you're into gangster films, like this is, it's like Scorsese-esque. Like it's Goodfellas Ooh. quality. Oh, it's sold. Departed quality. I mean, Tom Hanks is at his best here. Wow. I mean, Tom Hanks is such a fantastic. <laughs> 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 he's such a, you know, Tom Hanks is such a clutch actor, right? Yeah. So, yeah, he's and great. Paul Newman too. Mm-hmm. Love him from Slapshot, so... Good stuff, man. Check it out. Nice. Grow to perdition. Make sure you check it. And even, like, the other ones I said, like, History of Violence is pretty cool, Stardust, mm-hmm. all these other ones that are just different concepts. That's the... That's part of the appeal is, you know, you get these comic book films, but they're not just superhero films. So, you know, they're not just, uh, you know, capes and tights. And there, yeah. there's a couple other ones, like Ghost World. Have you seen that one? No. no. So that's um, Scarlett Johansson's first comic book film. Oh. And... Um, um, Steve Buscemi's in it, and oh, I forget the main girl's name. I feel so bad. Um, I think, I think she was in American Beauty, been in Hocus Pocus, but really, yeah, I, I don't know if that's her. Um, look it up. You guys yeah. got Google. I'm sure it's done me an angry email. Actually, no one will. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like a coming of age story about these two girls after high school. So that one's a good one to check out as well. Sweet. Um, yeah. So. Um, Road to Perdition, number one. Nice, good stuff. Yeah, so, so going into your most... Uh, oh, yeah. most horrible mention. Yeah. Okay, let me just think of one yeah. here. Uh, well, what do you got for most horrible mention? I'll let you go first yeah, and I can mine's think of a, one. Mine's a tie, mine's a toss-up. Okay. And this is funny because the character I'm going to mention actually inspired like the man next to Spider-Man, which is Batman. Yeah. Zorro. Oh, Zorro okay. 1, I yeah. loved it. Zorro yeah. 2, horrible. 
With uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and Antonio uh, Banderas. yes. Yeah. That was horrible. And uh, The Phantom. The Phantom oh, was Oh, yeah, bad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's running around the jungle with a giant skin-tight purple. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I was like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Being a kid, I was like, where's Batman? <laughs> yeah. When is this going to come out? Yeah. yeah. When's Batman going to beat this guy up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The Phantom, yeah. That that takes me back. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with... Um, I haven't seen this one in a long time. But uh, Casper. Oh, yeah. Casper with uh, uh, Christina Ricci. Yes, yeah. Yeah, based on the comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, Good callback. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? You mean like the end when they made him a human? Yeah. <laughs> Such a morbid concept for like a fun kids cartoon. Let's take this kid who died and have zany adventures. Like, what are you doing? Horrible. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I still haven't seen the second Sin City, but I haven't heard good things about yeah, that one. Right, yeah. Same with Three Hundred. I did enjoy Three Hundred and the first Sin City, but uh, yeah. not as much as other people actually. I, f- I found the first Sin City a little long. Yeah, same. Same. There's there's certain acts that I loved. And yeah. A lot of acts that could have been taken out. Yeah. I loved uh, 300. I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. That was a great yeah. film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm I put Sin City on there just because yeah. I felt like it was too long and the story for me at times went nowhere. Yeah. Pretty choppy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That was cool though because it kind of felt like a comic book brought to life. It really did. Yeah, yeah. But the story just fell flat for me. So. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of other ones. Like the shadow with Alex Baldwin. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's another throwback. Uh, you know, it's funny. I uh, picked up a Wizard magazine. You remember oh, those? Wizard, I yeah. love Wizard. Yeah, it was at a used comic book sale, and so what they did was they're like, um, "We want to cast the Batman universe using actors from that time." So I think this came out in like '94, '95. Who's on the cover of this one? Remember? Uh, I can't remember, but I think they had just cast Tommy Lee Jones as Batman Forever, or they just were oh. talking about it. No way! So they were talking about who we're gonna cast for like the rest of Batman, and they actually suggested Alec Baldwin for Batman. Cool. They've been an interesting choice. Yeah. Wow. So I can't remember who else they had. It was pretty funny actually. Like some of the ones that they had, I have to find it, and we can yeah. do a whole thing on it and just mock them at the time <laughs> <laughs> like you're so wrong yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been terrible yeah um i mean there's tons like you know some of them though are hit or miss i mean you get some that i feel like there's more there's less constraints like um you get some of these films out there they don't have quite the following as they do nowadays but they did back in the time That's like right. the spirit was another one that uh, will eisner's a spirit the shadow was mm-hmm. big as well mm-hmm. And there's a reason why these ones were popular back in the time. And if they can recapture that magic, Mm -hmm. then for sure, you know, make them. And I think with more comic book movies getting made, you're going to see more obscure characters like Suicide Squad, Mm -hmm. like even Ant-Man. Like if you came up to me five years ago and said, we're going to get an Ant-Man film before we got, you know, another Batman film after Christopher Nolan, I would thought you're crazy. Right, for sure. Deadpool. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it just speaks to, you know, as we said, Keep making these movies. Make them out of every character you can think of. Because some of them will work, like Road to Perdition and The Crow. And some of them won't. Like, Sin City didn't work for me. Or maybe, like, Ninja Turtles 3, Back in Time. (laughs) Didn't work for some people. Yeah. (laughs) So, Troy, before we wrap up here, um, you know, we're talking about keep making these obscure characters. Because, you know, you may like them, like Ant-Man. Give me one 
um, non-Marvel DC character that hasn't been on movies yet. Mm-hmm. Give me one Marvel character which hasn't been in a movie yet. And give me one DC character which hasn't been in a movie yet that you'd like to see. Okay, well, for sure, for DC, Nightwing. Oh, I, that's a great one. This guy one. has to be in on the big screen simulator. Like, I'm right? a, that's my biggest uh, DC superhero of all time. Yeah. I love Dick Grayson, Nightwing. Well, you don't yeah. like the uh, Christopher O'Donnell Robin one? <laughs> I, <laughs> but as a kid, I did. I yeah. did. Yeah, I actually did. <laughs> I remember watching it in Batman and Robin. He's like, holy rusted metal, Batman. <laughs> and then Josh Clooney's like, what? He's like, the, the, it's like, there's holes and the metal's rusted. I was like, as a kid, I was like, this is... I could have wrote a better script, but you're right. Like, why haven't we got a Nightwing? Yeah. So I hope we, I hope we get that guy eventually. Uh, from Marvel, from the Marvel side, I, I really want to see Prowler in the Spider-Man universe. Oh, cool, yeah. And uh, hopefully with, um, is it Donald Glover uh, being cast? Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe he'll be that character. Yeah. So I would. Non-Marvel uh, or non-Marvel DC. Non-Marvel or DC. Yeah, those that's that's, that's a tough one. That one might have to marinate with me. For okay, a okay, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. go with mine. Um, so non Marvel DC, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the uh, the comic book series Why the Last Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this would make a better TV series than a movie. Yeah. Um, based the comics based off an old Twilight Zone episode where all the males get killed except for one man. Oh. And so it's just one man, and the whole world is women. Wow. So I think that it has potential to be a big hit, especially in today's climate. You know, we're clamoring for more female-led projects, and this would be, you know, only one male in the film. But I could just hear the I could just hear the people complaining on the internet now. Oh, of course you'd have a movie with all women, and then the one lead would be a male. I could just hear it in my head right oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's an interesting premise, though. Yeah, I yeah. think that could do some do some good stuff. Yeah. Um, the Marvel character is kind of a tie. You know, I love Spider-Man. I love his villains. Mm-hmm. I want to see a Mysterio Ooh. and a Scorpion. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah, completely get, get, agree. Get those guys out there. I yeah. mean, Spider-Man, to me, has the second best rogues list. So right. So let's see what we can do with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sick of Green Goblins. Yes. And, uh, how same, many do we need? Same for a big bad, you know? Yeah. Build up that guy. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Before, when Spider-Man 1 first came out, I didn't think of Green Goblin as Spider-Man's big bad. I always right. thought it was Doc Ock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it it changes. Um, I I'm right with you. It, you know, you ask me today, I say Green Goblin. Tomorrow, I'd say Doc Ock. But Doc Ock is is, uh, no pun intended, pretty superior. Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, to Spider Man. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, thinking of DC now. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, you know, could have to marinate a bit. There's yeah. so many characters. You know, it seems like a lot of them have been on screen. But haven't really been done justice. Like you know, you got your Batgirls, your Supergirls, who have been in movies, but the movies haven't been stellar. And even Mister mm. Freeze, you know, like <laughs> if you give me a great Mister Freeze, oh, I love that. but now we've got Aquaman on film, so mm. he was up there. I'm gonna go maybe Black Manta. Oh yeah, yeah, get him out there. Good that'd be choice. something. That'd be cool. I think he could really like build that mythos with Aquaman and yes. make him a badass. Oh man, I can't wait to see that. I hope that happens. I'm yeah. right there with you. Yeah. yeah, James Wan is just a terrific director. You know, as we said with studio interference, if he can if he can let his um, vision be seen, mm-hmm. I have no doubt it's going to be a hit. Yeah, Aquaman. You know, because we talk about this. Um, you know, after Suicide Squad, getting less than critical acclaim. You know, it's up to Wonder Woman and Justice League. If you know, if those two movies don't do well yeah. like i'm concerned that flash and aquaman won't get made exactly i know i, I think wonder woman and justice league are too far into it now where mm-hmm. they have to just go ahead and put it out there exactly 
But Flash and Aquaman, I mean, uh, it's a toss-up at this point if they get made, which is too bad because I think they could have been two of the cooler ones. I mean, we have yet to see. I was going to actually, you know, suggest this topic before, but this is it would have been kind of depressing we have yet to see a dc comics movie without batman or superman that's been good i mean you telling me in the 75 years history of dc comics Mm -hmm. you only have two characters you can make a good film with (laughs) constantine steel supergirl catwoman um, green lantern green lantern and now you know suicide squad may still be good Mm -hmm. um but i mean i'm talking about like critically acclaimed yeah Unfortunately, like Swamp Thing is certified fresh, but that movie is so bad, so 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 bad. I mean, it came out in the '80s, low budget horror film. Yeah. Wes, Cra- Wes Craven actually directed it, and he's a living legend. Or Wes Craven actually directed it, and he's a legend. So, I mean, it's worth a look. Swamp Thing's pretty cool, but man, it's so so bad. And the sequel with Heather Locklear oh, in it is no. even worse. <laughs> I think like. Return to Swamp Thing, just to show you how messed up Rotten Tomatoes is, Return to Swamp Thing, which is one of the... I actually turned it off. <laughs> I haven't finished it yet. And I, you know me, I love every movie. For sure. Is rated higher than Batman v Superman. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a head scratcher. Yeah, like that, sure. that should be at like a 1%. Yeah. Like, maybe negative. Like They should be like giving you percentages for that one. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Troy, did you think of a uh, non-Marvel or DC one yet? Yeah, you know what would be kind of interesting? Archie. Oh, yeah. Give us, a, give us a funny Archie movie with a, a like a Twenty One Jump Street kind of feel. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. <clears throat> and yeah. kind of make fun of itself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Jughead and all that moose. That'd be awesome. I'd be in for Betty that. Betty and Veronica. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This has been a ton of fun, Troy. Always, always. Next week, Tim will be joining us back as we uh, reignite the Suicide Squad. Yeah, fresh and... off his Emperor's uh, throne. Yes, that's right. That's right. He's probably you know building the Death Star plans. He probably got from <laughs> Princess Leia and Chewie and. Uh, Hansel? Chewie, I'm Luke. <laughs> yes. I Star Wars. Yeah, I, almost <laughs> and Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to throw out buzzwords, Star Wars buzzwords. Um, and I'm sure we're going to, you know, I'm sure we're going to all love Suicide Squad. And next week we're going to have a very civil, lively discussion. Yes. About not only Suicide Squad, but potentially the direction of the DC mm. universe. Mm-hmm. You know, I called it before the most important movie in the DC cinematic universe. But no, it's all in good fun. Uh, as I said, studios don't pay us and I'm going to go in there with an open mind. I don't know about you, but oh, I'm yeah, still looking down. forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, as I said, I love Man of Steel. didn't love it the first time I watched it, but every time I watch it more, it's I appreciate better, it. Better. Yeah. Yeah. It's layered. There's a rumored four hour cut of Man of Steel. Whoa. Would you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would. I'd give it a go. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Maybe Definitely. three hours would be a little bit easier. Yeah. <laughs> So before we uh, ramble on anymore, um, you can catch us next week, but uh, this is it. Yeah, this is it for uh, this uh, this edition of episode 33. The Patrick Watt episode. Yeah. Thank you for entering the nerd room. I'm one of your hosts, Sanjay. I'm Troy. <laughs> we are out. Don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. You can find our hosts, Tim, Sanjay, and Troy on Twitter at TheNerdRM1912Podcasting and Troy, the boy 87 